welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Louis Martinez, and with me, as always, Marissa Cromwell. Hey, Marissa, what's up? Hello. Yeah, so we're super excited to uh, to do this episode. Uh, we're finally going to conclude our uh, James Bond uh, episode by talking about the uh, about the Timothy Dalton Pierce Brosnan era of Bond. And uh, yeah, we got a lot. Yeah, we got lots to talk about. Um, you know, one thing we were talking about before we started uh, doing the podcast. It's the fact that uh, Marissa's coming back to to California for a week. Yep. Yeah, that is true. I am. Uh, of course, it's called you did the stimulus check for your advantage. So, yeah, I finally got the money. And I'm going to come back to, of course, Southern California, which I was born and raised in. Uh, see a couple of my family members and see a couple of my friends. And going to see you, of course, Lewis, from the planning of it. If if everything should fall as I'm planning it to be, it should, hopefully it should be. Um, I'm gonna take off work, work head over to Palmdale and uh, and hang out with you for about a day. I'll, I'll be yeah. skipping work and everything, but yeah, and it's not just gonna be me. Uh, Dante Joshua showing up as well too in California for the first time since he has never been to California. So that's going to be an even new experience for him. Should be cool. Should be all good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and and like I said, we we we've already have some plans. For example, uh, we're gonna head on down to uh, to Hollywood to check out the Hollywood Walk of Fame since yes. uh, Dante has never been to and he wants to see it. Yeah, there's that too. And then I even mentioned to you that Universal City Universal City Walk is open. Universal Studios is still closed for about another month or so. Yeah. Like they're going to be opening up later this month. Yeah, well hopefully uh hopefully you know we can come back down and we can all go to Universal together. Cuz that's something that I would like to do is that and also go to Disneyland. Yeah, but you know we're talking about a little, little pricey, little, little adventure. I mean, Disneyland and Universal Studios are there going to be a little bit uh, pricey after uh, after, after COVID. Yeah. yeah. And let's hope that by then uh, you be fully vaccinated. Yeah. Since since I don't know. Is it is it beginning this month? Uh, the vaccine should be available for everybody. Hopefully, right now uh, I just got an email from, of course, my provider of my doctors. Uh, they're still not doing vaccine. The only people that are doing vaccine for are people with weak immune system and, of course, the elderly. They're still doing that. Where I'm here, like going, okay then. Well, maybe it's each state has a different rollout for the vaccine. Yeah. So hopefully by then you'll be fully vaccinated. I still need to get my second dose. I just found out at my job site 
that they pushed back the second uh, the the date for my second dose to uh to um next um the following week so i'm not getting it next week but i'm getting it a week later actually i should be getting it on the day that you should be heading back to uh, washington yeah so all I'm going to do is just bring a lot of hand sanitizer, of course, and wear my mask, of course. That, that, that's all I can do, which hopefully should be enough. Yeah, I mean, just wear your mask and uh, bring bring hand sanitizer and, and we should be good to go. I'll be bringing my own yeah. hand sanitizer as well. Because I know my grandparents, my grandparents fully got got vaccinated. Okay. So that's good. I'm not too worried about that. I just, you know, I still don't want to get sick. And I'm not sure just because you got vaccinated, you can still get it. But hopefully it won't be as bad, though, because usually I'm hoping it's the same thing as the flu shot. Even if you still get it, it won't be as bad. Yeah, I... Yeah, it does seem as though that uh, that nowadays getting getting COVID may not be the the death sentence we thought it was going to be. Yeah, but it's still something you know to worry about. Like I you said, you don't want to get it. Nobody wants to get it. I don't know. I don't know who. I mean, I, I, the thing is with me personally, I just don't want it. I just don't like being sick, but I also have a weak immune system. It's also the issue, and I just don't want to risk, you know, being in the hospital. Right. Am I going to die from it? Possibly not, but I still do not want to risk, you know, being in the hospital, though. No one fucking wants that. No, nobody does. Nobody does, but like I said, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, you know, I just, you know, you know, the only thing I have to do is just freaking tell my family where I'm going. Cause remember the last time I went somewhere without telling them where I was going? Uh, everyone gone on your ass and got mad at you. Yeah. They blew up my phone. Like, where are you? We're all worried about you. And it's like, don't worry. I'm okay. Like, why can't you guys take my word for it? I'm fine. So are you going to tell them the truth or are you going to lie about it this time? I'm going to have to tell Well, I already told my stepmom, so my stepmom knows. Oh, lovely. So, nothing I could do about them. I haven't told my dad yet, but he probably already knows. Yeah, well, your stepbrother's going to tell him. Yeah, if anything. Yeah. I know why you just can't lie. You said that you're hanging out with with Porky or something. Because <laughs> they all know that Porky isn't even in, in the same town anymore. That's why you lied about it, so that you're going to go visit him. Not all day. They know better. Say that he was having a party? And again, they know better. But anyway... Like I said, it's it's just one of those things that's uh, that again. I just I I just bite the bullet. Just tell them, hey, I'm. It's not like they could stop me. You're they, a full grown adult. Yeah, I've been saying it for years. I know, but they still treat me like a little kid. 
just now my dad was asking me, hey, where did you go? Like, hey, I'm, I went to the store. What did you get? It's like, what the what? fuck? Like, why are you like, like, what? Like, why are you like this? Like, literally, my dad was just like that, like, like two minutes ago. And, and it's like, I find it funny that your parents asked you where the fuck you were at. But my parents, ever since I turned 18, they just never bother asking where I was going. Which I, I don't find it odd. In fact, I find that very respectful for me because it's like, you know, it's not the business where I usually go out to because my whole thing is, you know, what if I'm going over to spend the night at another guy's house? I am not going to blur that out. Yeah, like, again, I don't I don't understand why my dad's like that. And, like, not even that, but, like, if if it was reversed and I was asking him, you know. Oh, no, he'd yell at you. No, he'll be like, oh, I, oh, I just went, oh, I just went to run an errand. And that's it. The conversation is over. Like there's no yeah. there's no, no follow up conversation. There's no okay, what what errand were you? Nothing. He'll just Yeah. Like, no. No, you can't even say you can't even say, Oh, I went to run an errand, cause then he'd be asking, you know, what you know, errand? Oh, what oh yeah, what errand? Like DJ, calm your tits. Yeah, no, and, and and every time I say, Oh, I'm going to a friend's house, oh what friend? Oh, where does he live? Oh, it's like what's again Where yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm 31. I'm about to be 32, and I still have that. It's like, it. It also bugs me because I I feel like I have to ask for permission to leave, and I know that's not the case, but it's like I. That's how I feel. Yeah. Like, like Dad, can I can I go over? It frustrates Again. me. Again, I never really had that issue. I just. The thing is, for me, if I'm going out, I like to at least tell my parents where I'm going just in case something should happen. You know, just you know, just in case, and it'd be nice for them to, you know, to know. But yeah, I just say, hey, I'm going to your friend's house. They don't even ask my friend. They just ask me, am I able to get there? Yes. No. Are, you, are you going? To, are you be able to come back home? Yes. That's about it. No, no. Last year, right before the movie theater shut down, you know, the last one I went to go see, I think was uh, Birds of Prey. I think it's, I think yeah. it was one of the last movies I went to go see. It's Saturday. I'm getting dressed. I'm. Uh, I have the keys in my hand. You know, my dad asked is asking me, "Oh, where am I going?" And I said, "Oh, I'm going to. Oh, I'm going to the movie theater. Which movie theater? I'm going over here." Oh, what movie are you going to watch? I'm going to watch... Oh, what time does it... Like, why are you asking me all this information? And Especially then, if it's not going to pertain to anything afterwards. Yeah, like, are you going to go watch it with me? What... You know, like, what's going on? Like... And then what's... What sometimes is even creepy is when he'll... Is when he'll ask me how long is the movie is just so that he can calculate in his head what time I should be coming home. And it's like, okay, well, what if I want to go out and grab something to eat afterwards? Or, or what if I'm going to go meet, meet up with somebody later? Like, again, you, you know, um, (laughs) it's so funny is that years ago, uh, I was talking to a former co-host to the show, Isaac Foster. Yeah. And, you know, me and Isaac, we were talking, 
and he was like saying, "Dude, I'm I'm jealous because you know you have you have a car, you can have the freedom to go any anywhere you want." And I'm like, "Yeah, in theory." No, you don't. In theory. In theory, you do. You know, it's nice. I don't know. I don't know if it's like this with Latino parents or like immigrant parents, but it's like uh, I can't go anywhere. Actually, basically, that really is because my grandparents, my Latino grandparents, all they asked me, and this is the the, the, the truth. Uh, all they asked me was if I'm coming back at you know, you know, at a decent time, or am I going to be spending the night so that way they don't have to worry about you know staying up all night for me. That's about it. Other than that, um, listen. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. If I'm going out, I don't think my dad's going to be spending on. Not once have I ever seen my dad on the kitchen table drinking, you know, coffee or hot cocoa or whatever. Going, oh, me, oh, my son, my beautiful son, you're home now. Now I can now I can go to sleep. No, my dad's my dad's ass is on is on his bed. Well, yeah. Well, my grandparents are like nurturing me, staying up for me. You know, asking if I'm going to be coming home that same night or if I'm staying out late. You know, or if I'm staying at friends' house, but they stay up for me when I come home, like around ten o'clock at night, to make sure that I'm that you know that I'm making inside the house. No, like in theory, I should be able to go anywhere I want because with the car. But no, I have to. <laughs> It's like I have to. It's like I have to provide. It's like I have to provide them with a flight plan ahead of time. Oh, I'm gonna go here, and then I'm gonna go here, and then afterwards I'm gonna go here. Louis, and then you I realize, should be. You you realize with me without a car, I get a lot more freedom. Than, I got a lot more freedom than what you have. It's insane. And again, I'm thirty. I'm thirty two now. Like yeah, yeah. I don't have a car, but. but my parents are less concerned for me, but yet I take public transportation, which is a, it, it's a little bit safe. I mean, you get that <sighs> one crazy guy talking to himself, but I am very, that's about it. He's not going to go over and stab you. It's frustrating, and, 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 and I know my parents, and I, I know my dad's probably going listen to listen to this and think that I'm being, like, ungrateful. It's like, I'm not being ungrateful but I'm just saying, he would he wouldn't like that. That was one of the reasons he divorced my mom was because my mom was always like, "Where are you going? Who are you going with? Who are you? What time are you coming back?" Like, my yeah, dad well, hated that. Have a, have a very uh, clean record of coming. Back. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'm just saying he didn't like it when my mom did that to him, and but oh. he feels, and it's sort of ironic that he's doing the exact same thing to me. And you don't like it. And I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Like let me go. I mean, like that- let me go do my thing. I'm not. I, it's not like I'm out here slinging dope or pimping girls. You wish you were pipping girls, though, I bet. <laughs> you really think I could be a pimp? You really think I'm going to be a pimp? Like, I could be like, bitch, where's my money at? You can't. You're too nice. <laughs> You're too nice of a man. <laughs> like, I'm going to be like, man, I just remembered that one scene from the Boondocks. 
Like, bitch, where's my money? Uh, pimp name slip back. Yeah, pimp name. Bitch, <laughs> bitch, where's my money at? I'm getting this money for you, daddy. That's what the fuck I thought. Thank you, grandma. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't. Again, I'm not. Again, do you think I'm? Do you think I'm capable of slinging drugs? No, no, you cannot even lie. You can't lie to save your ass. Exactly. So why the third degree? Why? And trust me, for years, my dad wanted me out of the house. For years, my dad wanted me out of the house. He wanted me to live my own life. So why at 32, I can't do simple errands without having to give him a full essay of where I'm going and what I'm doing? And I'm surprised you, at this point you haven't left notes around the house, like on the fridge going, because this is where I went, you know, and write like a, write like a two-page story on where you went. <laughs> I know. I feel like I would have fun with. I have too much fun with that shit. God, if my parents were like that, I'd be writing like papers. And of course, you know, I'm going to put some D and D in there. So I'm going to be putting down when I fought an orc. He, he there was lots of blood everywhere. I saw a bard. Bard ended up seducing me, and I had sex with that bard. Yeah. <laughs> I would have too much fun with that. Like I said, I I don't do anything shady. Like, like what am I gonna do? Bring a girl over? Maybe that's what they're worried about. Even if I brought a girl over, I mean, I brought you over. What the fuck? That wasn't a big deal. No. Not only that, like I said, man, it's just so ridiculous. It's like, like I didn't do anything special. I just went to go and get some earwax, earwax removal. That's it. Which, like, okay then. Yeah, nothing sexy. I mean, I mean, you did pick up some. We, we, we saved that for the midnight podcast. We'll, we'll save that for the midnight podcast, but, but Later. yeah. But later, yeah, later. Midnight podcast. This isn't the midnight podcast. This is the R slash PG thirteen rated podcast. This isn't the triple X version. Well, well, I guess we could, we could get a little raunchy. But anyway, you got movie segment stuff. I don't know. I, I I feel like I feel like there's like two two separate things that we should keep away. That's <laughs> during this stuff. Uh. During the other podcast, uh, basically, I, I don't well, know. Co- well, considering that the Midnight One, we're planning to review Boogie Nights. It's like a little crossover. Yeah. Boogie Nights not even that bad. I haven't watched it yet, but it, it's not, you know, everyone's like going, like going, is that what you're going to expect it is? And I'm here like, going, I wasn't expecting to see anything big. Uh... <laughs> You're not expecting to see anything big? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I have to ask that question uh, when we do the midnight podcast. If you notice anything big, well, am but- I going to see someone giant dick in there? 
moving on. I am, aren't I? Okay, whose dick am I going to be seeing? Moving on. Um, but yeah, that's what happened to me t- uh, today and, and, and everything. And yeah, slowly but surely, everything is, is opening up over here in the... Over here in California, and like a lot of the gyms yeah. have opened up, a lot of the, you know, restaurants are slowly opening up around the country. But, I, you know, what seems like a bad joke, or or, or like a bad dream, really, it's the fact that as we're starting to open up, more and more shootings. Like, there's been a shooting at least a week already. And it's like, yeah, because people fuck. I don't know what it is. I think because of the fact, fact you know, that since now everyone is coming out of quarantine, I think what it is because of the fact there's, you know, that some of are coming as well too. Fucking people going fucking crazy. And all the fucking crazy people coming out right now. And it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that it's so funny that, not funny, but it's like it's ridiculous that, that. Because we were all self quarantined, the shooters had nothing to shoot at. <laughs> like, like I, again, it's like that one Dave Chappelle uh, joke that he made on SNL was like, "Oh, thank God for 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 COVID because nobody's out there shooting anybody." Well, yeah. Well, now COVID is is basically over because the vaccine. Everyone is basically vaccinated. Although not that many people actually got it. But anyway, yeah, no, everyone is coming out now. Now we're going to, it's going to, basically we're going to go back to normal as if nothing happened, but we're still going to get that crime rate going up. Yeah, it's, it's, like I said, it's ridiculous. Not only that. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy that I, that. You know, this type of things are are, are are happening just as we're about, just as we're reopening. Not only that, but like. Well, here's the thing. Even when we do, this isn't going to stop us from reopening just because there's a bunch of, sh- you know, people going out and shooting people. Yes, it happened. But this happened even before we went to COVID. No, no yeah, but it's like, it's been happening on a on a weekly basis. Again, I think fucking everyone, you know, all these killers or whoever got fucking tired of it because there's no one to fucking shoot. And That's basically their thought process. They have to go out and kill someone. Why? Because take your take the many reasons why. And what sucks is that, you know, we have that same Republican bullshit argument of like, oh, well, we can't talk about... Oh, you know, there was a mass shooting. We can't talk about guns. Like, it's too soon. It's like... We need to do something. We need to do something about these guns. About all these people having fucking guns. Like, I I get it. I get people love the Second Amendment. I totally support the Second Amendment. But at the same time, though, you gotta do it right. Again... It's kind of easy to get a gun. Supposedly it isn't, but you see all these people grabbing guns. It's like, what the fuck do you guys got? Because you got to take a, because from what I've heard, you got to take a psychology test to actually own a gun, which is basically, you know, they have to actually interview you 
going, are you fucking mentally stable enough to own a gun? Even even if you can't, that's what I that's what I heard. But even if you can't get the even if you can't get the guns the legal way, there are so many different loopholes and so many different like what was it like? You can just buy a gun from a trade show, and there's no background oh, yeah, checks. Yeah. yeah, there's no background yeah, checks or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, you know the gun shows because I know we have them up this way up here because of hunting. Like hunting is a big giant thing up here. So they have a bunch of gun shows where they sell like rifles for, and these are hunting. These are not guns to go out and shoot people. These are these are guns that you go out hunting with. You know, like deer. I, I what 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 do we have up here? We have deer mainly, mainly deers. And it's like, huh? Yeah, no, no, you don't need a permit. You don't need to do a background check. They just you should pay them the right kind of money to give you it. But if you want to go through the league way, yeah, you got to take a fucking mental, mental uh, test. Listen, I said this once before, and I'll say it again. Listen, I understand an AR-15 is a pretty cool cool gun. What are you going to do with it? But what are you going to... Yeah, like, what the fuck... Like, what fundamental reason do I, as a civilian, need an AR-15 for? I don't know. Why does the fuck my, my step-uncle... Who shall be nameless uh, for for reasons? Uh, why does he have a whole fucking gun case filled with a bunch of different gu- kind of guns? I don't even think he goes hunting. Why the fuck does he have all those guns? I mean, I'm not complaining. It's probably a hobby. Probably like how you want to collect katanas. I bet it's something like that. But still, maybe so. But at the same time, though, it's like. And, and, and I know a lot of people are like, well, this is in case the government grow, goes out of control and, and, and or the government tries to take away my guns. If the government wants to take away your guns, they're going to take away your guns. They would have done it by now, yeah. No, it's just, these are just a bunch of fucking, uh, fucking conspiracy theories and shit like that. It's like, no, the government doesn't want to take your guns. In fact, at that point, the government fucking doesn't even care. You don't even exist in their eyes. So fucking dumb. And no, but none of the Republicans want to want to do with this. You know what they are trying to stop is the the COVID passport thing from happening. You heard about this? No. What is that? So, so there are people that are saying that uh, that if you're fully vaccinated, you should have like a little passport saying that you're fully vaccinated. So that That's way, bullshit. You think so? The vaccination is basically like the flu shot. You don't need... Do I need a passport to, you know, to fucking prove that I got my flu shot? Uh, it might help with, with traveling out of the country and such. I guess so, but still, I, I, I... Again, you know, you shouldn't really... They shouldn't really have to do that to people. I mean, I just think that we're all going to get the, the shot eventually. Yes, we are, so there'd be no point to that. But you don't need a fucking passport to say, hey, I got vaccinated. No, it's just funny talking to non-science people about about the about the shot. Like how there's some people that think that the shot contains... Uh, it contains mercury, mercury lead, lead, and a bunch of all this shit. All it's sorts like, of stuff. Or, like, or, 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 or a tracking device so the government can track you. 
Yeah, I, I know a person. I know people like that. Truly, I do. It's like, listen, the government's gonna is gonna find you. They know where the you're. Government. You know how the government are tracking us? Phones, yeah. computers, uh, phone, computer, the cameras. You know, basically that kind of shit. I don't know where else they can track you, but but yeah, no, they can track you through any fucking device that you have. Listen, I don't mind the cam, the cameras being on me. If there's some, if there's some poor. You know, FBI intern. Oh, no, I'm going to go save crime. Okay, we need you to monitor Luis Martinez. Okay, um, okay I'm going to monitor Luis Martinez. And, oh, my God, he's masturbating. Oh, no, this is not what I wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you, they probably saw me masturbating a bunch of damn time because I have fucking porn on my, well, I don't have porn on my computer, but I go to pornographic websites. She has porn on her computer. I do not have porn on my computer. Actually, I have nothing but fan art and anime wallpapers and my music. That's about it. Other than that, I don't have porn. I go to websites for that. But still, though, I'm pretty sure they should see what I'm looking up and be like, oh, that's just normal shit for her to look up. Listen, I want some... Listen, I want it to be some poor guy's job... To watch me raspberry, like, why? Why is this my job? I hate my life so much. <laughs> hey, you get paid tons of money for that shit, though. Did you know that? Listen, it would be. I mean, it'll be creepy, but it would be like, like when you think, "Oh my god, I'm I'm, I'm gonna get paid to watch people, you know, masturbate and stuff." You're hoping that it's some beautiful person, right? Not me. <laughs> Nobody's expecting me. Yeah, no. Trust me, no. The shot contains the vaccine, which is basically you get a smaller dose of that sickness, and it tell and your body responds with, "I am gonna have to fight this off," and learns how to do it. Fucking, there's no, you know, there's no tracking device. There's no chip in my body. Listen, God, I, I, I fucking, I fucking hate these people. I fucking hate these anti-vaxxers. Oh, but the, you know, but the vaccine causes autism. Uh, did you ever get? You're vaccinated as a fucking kid. Do you have autism? No, my kid has it, and I don't have it. It's like, then fucking look at your spouse who probably has it. Then, don't fucking, you know, blame a vaccine for your dumbass shit. Listen, like, here's the per- look. Here's the major problem with a lot of these conspiracy theories. Is that sometimes they they happen to be true. Like I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, everybody kept saying that it was the U.S. government that, was, that introduced crack cocaine to the ghettos of America, right? And everybody thought it was bullshit. Yeah. Until an LAPD narcotics detective testified in front of Congress saying, no, I witnessed CIA agents selling crack cocaine to black people in South Central Los Angeles. That turned out to be true. Yeah. Or, um, or, or uh, the conspiracy theory... There was another one of like 
uh, black people in the in the seventies and sixties, saying that all the, all all like the government is is watching them, like watching their meetings and such. And yeah, it turns out yeah they were they were watching the Black Panther meetings. <laughs> that happened. Yeah. Listen. There are some government conspiracy, like there are some conspiracy theories that, um, upon hearing it, sounds bullshit. Yeah. Like for example, have you ever heard of a of a this one senator? I think she's from Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Have you have okay. you have you heard of her? No. Oh my god, she believes in the dumbest conspiracy theories. Like again, I have no doubt there are some conspiracy theories. But this has got to be the dumbest one. Ready to Bridget? hear what you are you ready to hear what she believes in? Oh god, tell me. You know those wildfires that always happens here in California? Yeah, from the climate, from the fact, you know, like California's fucking dry as hell, and that's how we get the forest fires. Oh, I like the past one that happened in 2020. Uh, someone decided to do a gender reveal with fireworks and, well, cut, you know, on the hottest day of California and caught everything on fire. But continue. Yeah, so Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't believe that's what happened. She instead believes. Oh, she instead believes that a Jewish space laser caused those fires. Please tell me that you have a drop for that. Please tell me you have a drop to use for that. Uh, this is the only drop I can think of. Oh, hold on. Let me do that again. But yeah, no, this is... Yeah, she believes there's a giant, a Jewish space, a giant Jewish space laser in outer space that's causing these wildfires. Yeah. God. Why do we live in a society filled with? Not only that, but these, but why do we live in a society filled with stupid people? Not only that, she was elected into office. Who the fuck elected that dumb bitch? A lot of people, apparently. Oh God, that makes that that makes me worry. You know what? My parents already told me that they're worried about our generations. You know that our generation will fucking screw up everything. You know what? I I, I don't believe that's true anymore. I think I think our generation tried to make things. Better, but we're getting fucked over over by these people. Not only that, but it's like, oh, oh, that's not the only conspiracy theory she believes in. Another conspiracy theory is that does she does she believe in the lizard people? She believes Joe Biden is the devil. No, there's Catholic people who I believe is the devil, but not Joe Biden. Like Joe Biden is the least devil person I I can think of. The last president seemed more like the devil than Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah I and I, I can say that. I don't care who the fuck you are. 
revoke that president. In fact, you know what? You know what? He shall not be named. Like, again, there's all sorts of different conspiracies. Okay, you heard about that one ship that uh, that blocked the canal, right? Oh, God, yeah. Okay, did you hear the conspiracy theory? I'm not making this up because it's so stupid. The, the, con the conspiracy theory is that what's on those shipping containers are little kids being sent over for, so that Hillary Clinton can, can molest them. Uh, she does, this person does realize that they had to check their shipping containers while, move, while trying to fucking move the ship. Uh, yeah, they didn't find anything. They didn't find all little kids! Not only that, but, like, it's mostly, like, Ikea furniture and other shit like that. Yeah, exactly. They're shipping, they're cargo shipping ships. They're fucking not taking little kids and doing that kind of, bo I mean, oh my god. Not only that, but here's, but here's my thing. If they were, I'm pretty sure we possibly would have heard of it on the news. Not only that, but here's the thing. Like, Hillary Clinton's just an old lady anymore. Who gives a shit what she does? Like, she's... She's not... She's not... She doesn't have any political power. She's not in office. So, again, I don't know why people still hate Hillary Clinton. Like, there's a lot of things to not like about her. Yeah. Okay, but... But you need to let it go. Yes. Like I said, man, there's just some... Again, there's some... I, I, I understand. The problem with conspiracy theories is that sometimes they happen to be right. However, I do not believe there's a giant... There's a Jewish space laser that's causing all the wildfires in California. That sounds like horseshit, you know? And this is the drop I have for that. Computers don't make errors. What they do, they do on purpose. By now, your name and particulars have been fed into every laptop, desktop, mainframe, and supermarket scanner that collectively make up the global information conspiracy, otherwise known as the beast. Dale, I'm having a problem with one videotape. Not some kind of high-tech boogeyman. Yeah, trust me. I think we're more like Hank, H Hank Hill, and we have to deal yeah. with a bunch of Dales. Unfortunately, one of them is in office. Yeah. No, that's just me. I'm only having one issue with my phone and with, you know, with my PlayStation. Not some high-tech boogie, man. <sighs> Again, people are just dumb. Just dumb. I got a solution for this. Everyone should need to gather together, smoke some pot, go to Burning Man. I guarantee you, you'll feel better afterwards. Either that or you're going to wake up and, and uh, you're going to wake up naked in the middle of the desert with a bunch of other people going, what the fuck happened? An orgy happened. You know what? Even better. Finally, since you added that in. Smoking pot, going going to Burning Man and having a big giant orgy so that what everyone can loosen the fuck up and get that dildo out of your damn asshole. 
Seriously, man. I guarantee you, these people have not been fucked. High possibility, they're virgins. Either they're virgins or they fucking hate someone because the fact someone left them for God knows what reason, but they need to get fucked one way or another. Metaphorically or physically, I don't fucking care. You know, speaking of that, you know what I, I'm I'm kind of getting tired of is 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 all these people uh, trying to cancel everybody. Yeah. And it's so yeah. ri- and it's so ridiculous. You know who's you know who's one person they're trying to cancel? Who? Joe Rogan. Why? Okay, because okay, so a lot of people are saying that Joe Rogan is being transphobic, right? Okay, I haven't seen anything of his poems about him being transphobic. Well, here's the thing. I've listened to podcasts of him where he talks about trans people. He he the only thing he says about trans people Okay, this is the only thing he said. He says that a trans that he doesn't like the idea of trans women competing with other women. Like in, a, in a, like in a sports competition. How are they competing with other women in a sports competition? Okay, for example, um, there was a woman named uh, Fallon Fox. Yeah. She's a trans woman. That means she was born... Once a man, yeah, I know. Once a man, but now it's a female. Okay, and? Okay. She competed in mixed martial arts. Okay, I don't see a problem with that. The only problem is nobody knew she was trans when she like when she was fighting against women. Okay, what? Okay, so what? No one knew that she was trans. What? Why is that a problem? The thing is, is that men have certain physiological uh, advantages over a woman. But not when they're trans. Uh, uh, we, you and me, know a couple of trans women. Uh, all of that is gone. You really think so? You, I have to remind you of a sketch. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't, who, who wants that he doesn't have that physical appearance anymore. She is weak like a woman actually now. Like, I, like, I, like again, I don't know how, how, how big of a, um, I don't know how any of that works. How, how, you know, taking pills or taking some kind they're, of. They're not taking pills or taking a shot. What it does. Medication. It's a hormone. It's a hormonal shot that, that, that they're taking. What it does, they're injecting fem- the female hormones into that into the body. While also taking another pill that basically kills. Well, it doesn't really kill, but let's just say that you're not going to have the same urges that you did as a man. Like, like, it's stopping you from getting an erection. You know how men usually get boners? Right. It, stop, it stops all of that. It's stopping that. It's stopping hair growth. It's stopping even muscle growth. That's what it's actually doing. While they're injecting the other one with the female hormones, which basically giving them, you know, the chest and everything, uh, making less hair growth, and then doing some other. It's all sciencey shit. But again, in a way, you can say yes, yes, they're female, but they have a they, they still have that male part that male part down there until you know until our until our surgeon could get advanced enough to turn that into a vagina 
like I said, I it, it's like I'm getting up the article right now. Like, does she actually look like a woman? Okay, here's the thing. Rogan expressed criticisms of the transgender community while questioning the motivations of those who transition, as well as the supposed adulations are given afterwards. There are people who really have these thoughts, Rogan said on his podcast, which airs exclusively on Spotify. The problem is it becomes a protected subject, and then you get praise for transferring your gender, for changing your gender. And then it gets exciting for people to talk about. And then you get chastised for even discussing it in a weird way. But the but here's the thing. They're taking what he's saying out of context. Like, for example, they're saying he was talking about giving ki- little kids that option to become transgender. No, you're not giving a kid an option. If a kid, okay, here's the thing. If a kid comes up to you, like if your kid came up to you going, hey, I don't feel like, a, you know, I don't feel like a boy. I feel like more of a girl. Okay, that you let him just do what he wants to do. Let him play with, you know, dolls. Maybe, you know, have him dress up as, as a girl because, you know, have him pick out his own clothing until later on down the line. Then, yeah, talk about, you know, maybe getting on medication if they really want to do it. You know, I had a convers- I had this whole conversation with my sister years ago, right? Right. Where I was even saying, like, if I had a... Okay, let's say, for example... I had a kid, uh, a boy. Yeah. And he said... He wants to be a girl. And he wants to be... Like, he feels like like he wants to wear, you know, female clothes. He wants to play with with dolls. He dolls. wants... He, you he, let him... that you, you let him have that experience first. Oh, for sure. No, this is what I... No, this is what I told my sister. Like, mm-hmm. no. You know what? If, 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 if my son wants to be called my daughter and what... Like... You know, oh, hey, you know, call me, um, you know, I, I want to be called M- Maria instead of yeah. whatever name I got. Instead of me calling him Junior, I want to be called Maria. Yeah. You know, Which is like, okay, then. I would be like, yes, yes. I, I have no issue with that. Yeah. You don't but, chastise that the poor child. You say, no, you can't be that. No, because that's what the fuck is wrong with our society now. My only, my only thing, my only thing is let's wait until you're an adult. before we, To be, see how you feel afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Before we talk about taking hormones. Because it could or, just be a fate again. Again, yes, it could be a phase that, hey, because the fact he's seeing, you know, he's seeing, you know, other other girls playing and everything, and he wants to be a part of that. Yeah, it could be a phase, or later down the line, he legitimately wants to be a woman. But no, you don't just immediately put them on the medication. You let them see how they like it first before you do anything else that is per- that can permanently change that. Yeah, let's... Yeah, let's wait until you're an adult before we make any permanent changes. Yeah. Lastly, you know, you know, you know, like again, if he's, you know, and we're talking about small kids, you know, five, six years old, yeah, and, uh, and I know, yeah, no, usually at that age, yeah, that's more like a copying type of thing. But if they, but later on down the line, if you're starting to know changes like that, like going, hey, you know, that they're being more aggressively wanting to be a woman. 
Then I guess around at the age of 17, 18, I, I would say 18 because that's been one of my friends actually did it at the age of 17 through 18. Yeah, you can do it at that age because they know better. I want to say 25. And the reason I say 25 is because your brain is fully developed. And... And yeah, but at that age, though, you're still an adult. And I see a lot of people at 18 still doing it, still going through the whole entire thing. Yeah, no, I understand that. But like I said, and you know, another, trust me, I, trust I, me. Another, transgender people, they usually don't go back. I know, I know, I know, usually they don't. But again, that's what I'm sick and tired of, of, of hearing is like parents giving their five year old that choice. And it's like, what? Choice? Does a five-year-old five-year-olds don't have choices? You're making them the choice. Oh God! You're giving them the, the, the choice of wearing girls' clothing or boys' clothing. Oh dear God! I didn't know that was a fucking crime. Yeah, that's it. That's about it. But like, let's not pretend. Let's they're, they're, not. They're, they're acting like they're putting the the, the, the fucking hormones that steroids into their little kids' bodies. I don't think they're doing that. I think they're just going, "Hey, how did this feel for you?" Not only that, but let's not pretend that a five-year-old has the same mental capacity as an adult. Yeah, no. Like, don't you understand? Five-year-olds, they change their minds quickly. Like, you yeah. ask a five-year-old, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be a policeman. No, wait a minute. I want to be a fireman. No, wait. The president. I, I want to be a dinosaur. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. I want to be a fire dinosaur. A fire dinosaur. <laughs> like, trust me, kids are not... Trust me, kids are not... Yeah. Like... Again, they could be, they could be, be copying, but at the age of 16, 15 to 16, yeah, that's where, you know, you start gaining experience. That's where you start opening up more and developing different situations. In fact, that's how most of my friends found out that they were gay or lesbian. Let's be honest. But, yeah, you you go through that situation, yeah, that's where they're probably going to be leaning toward where, hey, uh, I, hey, I might be trans. Like my ex. My ex always said that he, was, that he always felt like a girl. I just, I never believed him. I always thought, you know, that he was just doing it, doing it just to fuck with me. Who would have actually known? But, you know, the thing is that I never understood people being like, no, no, you can only play with girl toys or boy toys. I never understood that. I don't understand. I, I never had that issue growing up. But, again, in school, like with other kids, I always had, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon or shit like that. Apparently, growing up, Pokemon was more of a boy's thing than a girl's thing, which I never really understood how Pokemon was more of a girl's, more of a boy's thing. There was cute Pokemon like Jigglypuff, Pikachu, Eevee, the uh, Eevee Evolution line. But again, that would they were I think that was mainly for boys. But I think I I, I, I did not had more to do with the fact that the main character is a boy. But the yet, main, the but main, yet you have Misty. Well, the main character was a boy. You know, it wasn't until uh, Pokemon Crystal that you were able to change gender. But still, though, that doesn't matter. You gotta look at the Pokemon, though. The Pokemon, some of the Pokemon actually look very cute too. Where I'm like, going, that's not really manly if you think about it. No, my sister. You know, my sister's been playing Pokemon for years. Even, even back yeah. when, even back during the Gen One years. 
Yeah, and I was around. Yeah, and I was playing Pokemon too back before Gen One. But still, there was like growing up in school. It's like, hey, why are you playing that boyish game, or why do you like that boyish cartoon? It's not really for boys. Why do you have a Pikachu backpack? That's a boy character. I didn't even think Pikachu even had a gender, to be honest. I just thought Pikachu was just a cute rodent. You know what I used to play with when I was a little kid growing up? What? I used to play with Barbie dolls. No, no. There you go. That I played with. I played with Star Wars. People fucking didn't like Star Wars. The girls. The only thing that were girl girlish related for Star Wars was the queen with the Queen Amidala Barbie doll, which I had because you could dress her up and everything. But other than that, I actually had the actual action figures. I had the blasters and lightsabers. No, that wasn't good enough. Oh, you know what Tanya had? What? She had the uh, the Sailor Moon Barbie doll. Oh, well, yeah, I had I had a couple of Sailor Moon dolls as well, too, but, yeah. You know what that, I've always wanted? I've always, I've always wanted the Tuxedo Mask Barbie doll. You know what? I'm going to look it up now. <laughs> that I might still... be pricey. If you're going for, like, the uh, 90s cartoon, that's going to be pricey now, maybe. I don't know. I have a feeling that that probably is going to be pricey if you're looking for, like, like Gen 1 Sailor Moon shit from 1990-something. Let's see. Tuxedo Mask Barbie doll. Yeah, I'm gonna put. No, I'm. I'm uh, no, I'm gonna see how much it, how much it is. So you might find a good figurine. Sailor Moon, Barbie doll. Let's see how much they're selling it. Okay, they're selling. Okay, okay, I see one for fifty bucks. Sailor Moon. That's not that bad. Like, is it a figurine or is it an actual doll? I'll show you. Cherry. But yeah, it looks like a looks like the doll, see? Do you see it now? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that looks like yeah, that's fifty bucks. Not that bad. I'll buy that. There's one for like hundred and eighty eight. Pretty soldier. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I'm not gonna spend that much. But you know what? I think it's from Japan. Yeah. Yeah, Anime Japan. Anime Japan, yeah. Like, see, here's one from Bandai. Yeah. You know, still from Bandai. Oh, I did buy... Oh, Sailor Mars! I did buy that. How come you never bought me that? Cause I bought her for her birthday. Oh, uh, here's okay. Here, here it is. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Not that bad. Shit, I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I like Sailor Moon. Well, so do I. See, there's Mercury. Yeah, they're not okay. So they're not too expensive. Always. Uh, what's her name? Um, Queen Queen Barrel. Yeah. Is that Queen Barrel? I think so. Yeah, that looks like. Rubius. Yeah, yeah, that was the main villain from uh, the first season. Okay. That was the season where they were first introducing Sailor Mini Moon. Okay, okay. But yeah, no, like. Oh, they got Wicked Lady, uh, Evil Sailor Mini Moon. Yeah, but for like $175. <laughs> 
for 175. There's no face. Like this? Where the fuck is the face at? You know what? It probably degraded. You know, you know, you know. It's oh, probably yeah. painted on, and it probably degraded over time because it's just sitting right there in the box. That's not worth one hundred seventy-five dollars. Listen, if the face is degrading, it's not worth. It's not worth anything. Listen, I'm gonna tell you this right now: for one hundred seventy-five dollars, that thing better suck and fuck me for one hundred seventy-five dollars. You're hoping that it would do that to you. Like, you better get on his fucking... Oh, there's one that's in good condition. $275. Again, it's in good condition. It has the face. It has everything. (sighs) Listen, you want this? I better get... You better get some good dick. Good dick? I'm talking about some good pussy. I better get some... I do. I better get fucking... Anal threesomes, whatever creepy, whatever weird fetish I want, it I get for two hundred and seventy-five dollars. Shit, that's all. That's all I gotta say. But no, I mean, like I said, I, I, you know, when I was growing up, I played with Barbie dolls. Kind of, in hindsight, it was kind of creepy that they were all naked, but. Why were they naked? Louis, what were you doing to the Barbie dolls? Uh. Were you playing doctor again? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I was doing with them. I was fucking a little kid. Yet they were naked. Again, little kid. I don't know what the hell. Well, maybe you were were you reenacting what your what you were hearing your parents do do in the bedroom. <laughs> my my daddy likes to wrestle with my mommy. It's like this when they're naked. Yeah, this is my dad. I told you we should have locked the door. <laughs> I told you he saw us. That's the boy who basically, you know, with white skin and Max. Hey. Hey, I just like getting my dick hard. I didn't know what the hell I was saying. You didn't know what the hell you were saying, really? Hey, for a long time, I thought they were doing it in the butt. (laughs) I was like, yeah... Technically, I was right. Yeah, well, you know, it, it was more lower than that. You know, you could technically do it in the bud. Yeah. Or, 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 or as the Catholics like to say, God's contraceptive. God, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I don't feel, I, I don't feel like that's how that works. You're still losing your virginity one way or another. Listen, as every Catholic schoolgirl knows, you're still a virgin. Yeah. For how long? Why do you think guys like Catholic schoolgirls? Because most of them are virgins. And horny. 
Especially those that go to those old girls' school. Oh, yeah. Well, they're that, but some of the girls would be lesbians as well, too. So that's like a fucking dream come true for them. I think there's less lesbians than we like to think there are in Catholic, in an old girls' Catholic school. Yeah, true. You get beaten for that bullshit. So now that we offended just about everyone we can think of. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if we can, you know, we can offend more. Uh, vegans. I don't, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I met some nice vegans. Like, there's some vegans out there who are nice, who respect the fact, hey, 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 you have to eat meat. Okay, but don't you get tired that they'll tell you when they're vegan, like in the... Like in the five minutes of meeting you. <laughs> There's that too, but I think after a while they understand. But yeah, no, no, I just fucking hate those vegans who be like going, you know, well, you're not supposed to be really be doing this. In fact, I ran to a couple of vegans. On, I was on Facebook. And of course, you know, someone posted up on Facebook that, uh, you know, that we need to close down, that we need to close down, you know, basically, basically all these farm. Or the or, or the, the farms that slaughtering all the cows and pigs and making us eat meat, going hey you can basically live off of meat. And I'm like, well, technically you can't. Is this a, but it's been but it's been you know proved by doctors that you can as long as you eat like the right exact foods. And I'm like, well, but you need iron and protein. Vegetables have that. No, they fucking don't. Did- I I try to put logic in this, but my doctor says, look. Like, I don't fucking care where your doctor said. I bet your doctor fucking looks at you and just tells you what you want to hear just so you can shut the fuck up. No, you know what? Um, at my job site, it's pretty close to the um, to the Farmer John's. Yeah. Uh, slaughterhouse. And every once in a while, I do see a bunch of people uh, protesting outside. Protesting? Yeah. Again, because in fact they believe that the animals are being abused. It's like, look, most of those animals that they have, and I, I think it has been proven, either they are no good anymore on farmer on farmers' terms, which is basically if they can't, you know, if you cannot milk a cow, they cannot produce milk anymore. Slaughterhouse, because they don't want, because they don't want to hear the thing. They don't want to really have to spend money into, you know, vet bills into taking care of all that shit because you want. Because here's the thing, as a person who has an aunt who actually used to own horses, yeah, do you know how expensive that shit can get? What is the cheapest thing to do? Send them to a slaughterhouse or basically try to make them better? Slaughterhouse is cheaper, sadly. But other than that, they're like, oh, you know, these animals are being abused. They're kept in small places. They're given, like, they're given, like, their steroids and their foods making them unnatural and unhealthy. You put that in all your, you're putting that in your in your body, was making you overweight and fat. And I'm like, like as Americans, we're, we're naturally overweight and fat. My favorite video has to has to be this fucking video. <laughs> oh God, is it that vegan lady? Oh, most of the oh, what is this? Oh God, yes, I saw this on TikTok. Yeah, she posted on TikTok. She was very abused for her entire life. She was terrified. She has a very determined look in her eyes wherever she goes. 
and she was hurt and abused her entire life because of this establishment and because of establishments like it. She was locked away, she was hidden, she had nobody there for her. What the fuck she was her chicken? She was scared every single moment. <laughs> yes, she is. And because her usefulness had run out, she was going to be killed. Someone was going to murder her. And I can see you smiling, and I can see you laughing. But to her, this is not... Uh, how does she know that her chicken was there? I went in there with other humans, and I took her out of there. And if I hadn't, she wouldn't be with me right now. She would be gone. Just like all of her sisters. Just like everybody who we left behind. Does she not know how that fucking... Today, that all that's of not how that fucking works. They just wanted to live too. And they deserve their lives. And right now their eggs and their milk and their bodies are on plates inside this restaurant. And that is so unfair to Can't them. Can't the... My little girl. Does no one know how fucking the eggs work for chicken? And every time chicken? you see someone eating somebody else's eggs or somebody else's body, you are going to remember her name. Her name is Excuse Snow. She's a beautiful little girl and she just wants to live. This isn't food. It's violence. I don't know all the other rest of the protesters it's holding up. Holding up signs, Please it's not food, it's violence. Uh, it's food. You know what no. I would have done? And I would have would have asked for the most juiciest chicken or whatever the fuck they have, the juiciest steak, medium rare, eating that right in front of her. So would I. I would be like, <laughs> like, yeah, I, 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 like, yeah, I want, medium rare. I would have been like, no, I would have been, I would have gone even further. I would have been like, yeah, I want the chicken. More specifically, I want her chicken. Again, does no one know how eggs work with chickens? Uh, chickens always lay eggs, fertile or non-fertile. Usually, most of the eggs are not fertile, which means that's basically their period. You're eating a chicken's period. And in fact, uh, it has also been proven. Um. What is actually healthy now, which has been proven, and people have been doing. I don't know if people actually been doing it, but I heard that you can. Uh, you can eat the placenta. You can eat a human placenta, and you get the you get the same exact protein and vitamins as you would with with any other type of animal that you eat. I'm not telling you to go out and eat my placenta. I'm just saying you can. It is proven that you can basically eat that. Oh, trust me. There's something else I want to eat from you. Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> and you here's walked, another thing. Uh, you walked into that one. I did. And here's the thing. Period blood is actually very healthy for you as well to, to drink. Uh, uh, it's natural. Because the thing is, it's natural. And yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It is clean up the woman's body. But everything that's coming out of that body is basically protein and vitamin as well, too. So they say the same thing. They say, they say the same thing. People say the same thing about piss. Are you going to start drinking piss? I will only drink piss again if if I'm in a life or death situation. That's the only time that you should drink your own piss in a life or death situation. If you're stranded somewhere, you can't get a hold of anyone. If you're going to be there for God knows how long, uh, yes, that, that would be a thing for you to do. 
Oh my god, you know that kind of reminded me of that. Remember when um, in King of the Hill, where uh, where Peggy um, is is stuck in a wheelchair? Yeah. And she's talking to Con. Um, no, not Con. She's talking to uh, to Cotton. Yeah. And Cotton was like, "Oh, I was in a POW camp, you know, and 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 I would eat the rats." I left one alive so that I can eat its droppings. Called it uh, called call jungle rice. Tasted uh, fine. <laughs> uh, that you don't want to do again. Uh, yeah, no, no, that you're not supposed to do that again. It scientifically it has been proven. Yes, you can do this shit without it really harming you. Again, the with again, like I said, you know what? We should just start eating human placenta so that way you know, so that way no one is butthurt anymore. Hey, look, we can both eat human, we can both eat animal meat and we can eat humans. Now that we offended just about everyone we can think of, uh, should we get to the news? Yes. Uh... All right. Uh, so, have you been watching the, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I haven't even started it yet. Remember, I'm coming over to California. I'm sorry, I've been too busy with cleaning. I haven't really had time to sit down and do anything. But yeah, no, I haven't seen it yet. Well, okay. So apparently, uh, according to Disney, they've announced that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the premiere from a couple weeks ago was the biggest yet for any series on the streaming service. Yeah. So yeah, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a hit. Yay. So we'll see if, um, if, if it will have, uh, if there'll be a second season, especially when, I kind of think Falcon is going to, by the end of the season, is going to be the new, uh, the new Cap. Cap, yeah. Yeah, like I said, we'll see what happens, because the new Cap in this series, yeah, not, not a big fan. Not a big fan. And uh, speaking of Disney, uh, even though... Okay, so Disney, so you know Disney's planning on releasing a Hawkeye TV show on the streaming service, right? Right. So Hawkeye isn't even out yet. But they're already okay, they're already going to start a um a spin-off show focusing on the character of Echo. Oh, okay. For those of you who don't know, Echo is a deaf Native American character played by Alakawa Fox. So yeah, she's a she's a deaf character. 
So, so yeah, we'll see what happens with that with that Hawkeye. Uh, let's see. M- moving on. Uh, oh, so it it has been announced that Disney will release Black Widow on July 9th. And it will be released simultaneously on the Disney Plus Premiere Access as well as in theaters. So, yeah, like for example, if you want to watch it on Disney Plus, you're going to have to pay $30. Yeah. Or wait a few months for it to be available for free on Disney Plus. Yeah, that too. I don't know yet if I want to go and watch it in, in theaters. So you're gonna pay the three bucks? <laughs> it's it's funny, right? Like, oh man, if I watch it in theaters, I'm gonna be paying almost the exact same amount of money. Yeah. It, it, if I just stayed at home, but I guess, but I guess the only difference is that yeah, I'll be paying to watch ten dollars for the movie, and like maybe another twenty bucks or so for snacks and shit. Yeah. But you could just pay the three bucks and spend less for snacks at the supermarket. And that is true too. It it is a conundrum. I I gotta say. Uh, but moving on. So Disney Plus has also has reportedly greenlit a National Treasure movie. I kind of like those movies. I did. I really enjoyed those movies. You know me. I, I kind of like stuff with, with history in it. That's why I, uh, I always thought the, the, Uncharted movie, the Uncharted games were cool. Yeah. And this one has Nick Cage. He doesn't like Nick Cage. It's Nick Cage at his best. Okay, yeah. But at the same time, though, Why? I just didn't like Natural Treasure. I I found them boring. Well, I don't really found the movie very boring. Well, here's the thing. So Nick Cage would not be returning in this National Treasure TV series. And instead it will focus on a new cast of characters led by Jess Morales, a uh New Latina lead character for the series. Oh. So yeah, at least we get a girl, a girl in yeah. the lead. That, that that's got to pique your interest slightly. But still, I just didn't like the movies. I already found them boring. I mean, I don't know about you. I just wasn't really interested in that kind of stuff. I know, I know, but still. And we now have a full cast of people who's going to be in the uh, in the Obi Wan Kenobi um, TV series that's being developed right. by um, that's being developed by Disney. So so yeah, uh, you want to know who's who's been confirmed? Who? Well, obviously, Ewan McGregor is coming back as Obi-Wan. Yeah. But we also have 
Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Probably reprising his role of as Darth Vader. We got uh, Camille Nanjiani, Sang Sung Kang, OJ Jackson Jr., uh, Moses Ingram, R- Ribbit Freend, um, Benny Safdie, and apparently Joe Edgerton will be returning back as Owen Mars. As well as Bonnie Peace as Baru uh, Lars. So, so yeah, it's it's set to be only uh, six episodes long. All right. But you know, this is supposed to bridge the gap between, you know, and see what Obi Wan was up to in between. Um. Revenge of the Sith and uh, A New Hope. And we also find out that uh, Russell Crowe has joined um, DMCU as um, as he's going to be in Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, nice. It's, it's not yet as to... Uh, what who Crow would be uh will be playing as. But remember, Russell Crow is gonna be one of the few actors who has appeared in both the MCU and DCEU. Yeah. Because remember he played Superman's dad in Man of Steel. Yeah. And um Okay, so So uh the second Venom movie has has been delayed. And it's now planning to come out on September twenty fourth of this year. Oh nice. So yeah. So we'll see what happens. And uh Let's see if there's any other. Nope, but I wanted to get your opinion on this. So we now have a new. We now have. Uh, we now know who's going to be Doctor Yotonium in the uh, Powerpuff Girls live action series. Okay. Wait, was he Dr. Utonium or Professor Utonium? Professor Utonium. Oh, okay. Okay, so have you ever seen the, the TV series Scrubs? Yes. Yeah, Donald Faison will be uh, uh, Dr. Utonium. You know, JD's friend from Scrubs? Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Dr. Turk? Yes. Yeah, he will be Professor Yotonia. I'm highly disappointed. <laughs> Let's see. This new Professor Drake Yotonium is described as the quirky Dobonair, a narcissistic scientific genius who 
who is immensely proud of the three extraordinary girls he created in his lab. But that's not how he was in the Powerpuff Girls. Staring down a midlife crisis, he is determined to repair his relationship with his now adult daughters. They shouldn't even fucking have these issues to begin with. Yeah, don't, I have a feeling that this person did not even watch the Powerpuff Girls. They're like going, you know what? I like how these characters look. Let's make them into real life people. And get them real life problems. It, and you're just like, no. Please, no, God. That, was, that, that wasn't how the professor was. He wasn't narcissistic. He didn't think highly of himself. In fact, it was all an accident that he made them. Maybe we're gonna get a retcon, and that he, and that this was his creation all along. No, he. In the series, they already confirmed it. That wasn't really his creation. <coughs> yes, he wanted three perfect girls, but he didn't know. You know, they're gonna get superpower because he accidentally spilled chemical X. But other than that, it wasn't planned. They even made a movie on it. And they even had an ep a short version of the episode of it. Uh, again, it I don't wasn't know. Anything. Again, I don't know what I don't know what to say. It's like people don't watch it's like it's, it's like the, the director never watched the Powerpuff Girls. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, moving on. Okay, so so because of how highly successful Justice the Snyder cut of Justice League has been. Yeah. One when, when, now we can watch like a what like a black and white version of it on Disney Plus now? No, not Disney Plus on HBO Max. Why would we want to watch a black and white version of it? Hey, now there's now there's more than than one way to watch this. Uh, why black and white though? Hey, I don't know, man. Maybe you want to watch it in black and white. It's the same movie. It's the same four-hour movie. Yeah, but now the blood is in black and white. I I like the blood. Again, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, so now people are, are wondering if they can, if there's going to be a a director's cut of the Suicide Squad, uh, David Ayer, the first one. And so far, Warner Media Studio CEO and Sornoff has shut down ch chances of releasing uh, the. Ayer's cut of Suicide Squad. But you also got to remember, he said the same thing about the Justice League. Yeah. So, who knows? Who knows if that'll be a thing? Uh, let's see. Moving on. Speaking of Warner Brothers, so there's been a new deal struck between Warner Brothers and Cineworld's Regal Cinemas that would indicate that that 
day and date HBO Max releases could end in 2022. Yeah. So, it's been reported by Deadline that Cineworld and Warner Brothers have signed a multi-year agreement that contains two key facts. The first is that Regal Cinemas will show Warner Brothers' 2021 release in its U.S. theaters when they open, the same day those movies are released on HBO Max. The second is that beginning in 2022, all Warner Brothers' theatrical releases will have exclusive exclusivity windows of 45 days in re in u.s regal theaters which probably means that by the end of the year they're probably not going to be doing any more um they're not going to be releasing any other any other movies day one on hbo max like they're doing right now yeah remember movie theaters and and even some directors have uh were really angry when uh when HBO did that, but it was like, well, first of all, you know, nobody's making any money during the pandemic. Yeah. No one was. Everyone was out of their job. Well, except for you, you still had your job. Yeah, but like, but nobody was able to go to the movie theaters. Yeah. So now it's like, so now that hopefully everything is going to go back a little bit to normal. Yeah. You know, I could see them not doing this anymore. So we'll see what happens. But one sad bit of news, apparently, is that Ava DuVernay's new gods and James Wan's Aquaman spin-off The Trench have officially been canceled by Warner Brothers and DC Films. So we'll see what happens to the DCEU going forward. Yeah. But, um, um, so, okay, so we're getting a new Batman animated movie that's an adaptation of Batman The Long Halloween. Yeah. And according to Hollywood Reporter, uh, we find out who's going to be, we find out Who's going to be who in several key roles? Get, All right. But guess who's, who's going to be voicing Batman in this series? Who? Jensen Eccles. Oh. Yeah, Dean from Supernatural will be playing Batman. I mean... Okay. Yeah. And he'll be joining uh, Troy Baker as Joker and the late Naya Rivera as Catwoman. As that was one of the last things that she did uh, before her death last July. Yeah. Others includes uh, Josh Dumel would be playing Harvey Dent. You might remember him from Transformers. Yeah. James Gordon would be played by Twilight's Billy Burke, whoever the fuck that is. I have to look him up. Hold up, give me a second. <sighs> I, I'm sorry. I, I have to look up names. Uh, give me a second. Uh, Jesus Christ, phone. Work with me. 
Anyway, so... That's going to give me a bunch of Twilight films. First Twilight. Just put, down, just, just put down Billy Burke. But I, I would know more like this. Oh, he played the uh, father. Okay. Of, uh, of Bella. Uh, okay. So, yeah, he'll be playing. Remember? Uh, yes, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, here's the, here's the father that didn't like that they didn't like Edward dating Bella. Yeah, so he'll be playing uh, James Gordon. Okay. Uh, Titus w- Williver will be playing Carmine Falcone. Uh, David Dasmachian will be playing Calendar Man. Amy Lantaker will be playing Barbara Gordon. Julie Nathanson, Gilda Dent. Jack yeah. Quaid will be Alberto. Fred Tadeskier, Solomon Grundy. And Ayester Duncan will be Alfred. Yeah. In case you're wondering, uh, yeah, he's a good actor. He had done a lot of things. Too much things. Well, I should hope so. <laughs> he was in Star, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Uh, wait, wait, who, wait, wait, who was he in Deep Space Nine? Uh, That's what I want to know. Ari? A-R-I? I don't know who that is. Ari? Mm-hmm. Ari, I, I don't know. I don't know. You saw fucking Deep Space Nine. I did it. I don't know anything about Star Trek. Hey, Deep Space Nine was pretty good. I I don't like Star Trek. I'm going to be honest. Which is why you get this. But I don't like Star You know this. You you know this. I don't like Star Trek. He was in a long a long came a spider with was a thriller movie. Uh yeah, he did a lot I don't think you know any of these movies besides I think I know most of them because well I watch a lot of shit. He's in Final Jeopardy. Okay. Not not the game show. There's an actual movie called Final Jeopardy, which was a, which was like a thriller type thing. Most of the movies that he has played, basically, uh, think about their obsessive stalker stalking that the one poor woman, and he's basically like the guy that has to go out and rescue them. Okay Those then. Kind of movie. Yeah. All righty then. Um, I, I watch a lot of stalker movies. Don't ask me why. Is this because you secretly want to be stalked? I mean, it is a fetish in all honesty. Oh, my God. Like, I do, but I don't, though, because I don't want, like, uh, again, I would consent to it, but you got to realize when you're doing that, do not fucking go overboard with it. Don't Don't be that creepy guy. What, that just goes over to your house and it's outside your window? Yeah, no. No, don't do that. Oh, what about... Okay, you know that scene from the Terminator? The Terminator? There's like a bunch of damn scenes from the Terminator. 
no, like the like right before um like 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 right right before Sarah Connor walks out. Yeah. You know, she's like she has a roommate and she um and she answers the the phone and yeah. it's her yeah, and it's her and and it's the roommate's boyfriend like First, I'm going to rip the buttons off your blouse one by one. Then run my tongue down your neck to your bare, gleaming breasts. And then slowly, slowly pull your jeans off inch by inch. And lick your belly in circles further and further down. And to pull your panties off with my teeth. I get that's just erotic. Yeah, but at the time, though, you got to remember, they didn't have caller ID. Yeah. We kind of, we have caller ID now. So, honestly, it's not going to be creepy. It's just going to be erotic now when you do it. Yeah, that's true. Unless, unless I call you out, I call you using somebody else's phone number and you don't know mm-hmm. who, and you don't know who it is. Yeah. Uh, you, you might not want to do that <laughs> because I usually, well, because the thing is, me, I don't usually pick up the phone anyway. When I see, a, when I see an unknown number, I let my voicemail go to it. I just call you up. You don't know who I am, but I know where you live. Lewis, is that you? <laughs> oh God! Moving on. So. Uh, the release date for Mortal Kombat has been delayed. All right. It was originally going to come out on April 16th. It will now be released on April 23rd. Uh, and uh, look out for that one since we're going to be doing a podcast on that one. Okay, I'll keep an eye out on it. And it's been announced by Adult Swim, and I'm really excited for this, that we're going to get a Rick and Morty Season 5 starting June. I know. I saw the trailer for it. How am I going? Oh, my God. Yep, seasons one through four are available on HBO Max, and I think they've already come out with uh, seasons one through four on uh, on Blu-ray. You can get all all four seasons on a single Blu-ray uh, collection. Yeah, which I kind of want to get. So do I. Is that wrong that I want to get the Blu-ray set of Rick? I mean, I like Rick and Morty. I get. I never really got like a bunch of you know cartoon series. I mean, besides Avatar: The Last Airbender, I got that DVD collection. But again, I usually don't go out of my way to collect cartoons. I honestly don't because my whole thing is, well, it's going to stream. They're never taking it down off of any streaming site, so I might as well just watch it there. Well, that's not and necessarily it, true. If they take it down, shit. Like for example. Not- I have the uh, Godzilla animated TV series. That's, again, I really don't care for the Godzilla animated stuff. I never really got into it. And, you know, for a long time, Batman Beyond was, was an available streaming. Yeah, well, Steven Universe is on HBO. Everything is on HBO Max right now where I'm, like, not worried about it. I know you're Again, not. I, I know you're not worried about it, but still, I'm just there, like going. But yet, I'm here, like going. Should I get Rick and Morty? I did like Rick and Morty enough. I think I like it enough to where I'm like going. I might want to buy the Blu-rays. Uh, we'll see what happens. 
So it's been announced that uh, Black Adam will hit theaters on July 29th of 2022. Okay. Well, you know who Black Adam is, right? Yeah, I do. He's like the antithesis to uh, to Captain Marvel. Yeah. Otherwise known as Shazam. Yeah. And I think he's gonna be playing. Being, I think he's gonna be played by uh, The Rock. Hopefully. And that's what I'm hoping for. You know who, who's gonna join? Who's who's also gonna be in uh, Black Adam? Double Seven himself, Pierce Brosnan, has been cast oh. as Doctor Fate. I'm surprised, but he's been in a lot of things. In fact, I just realized he was also Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, well, I mean, he. Play- I, I just realized that. I'm like going. I, I know that actor. Where the fuck have I seen him from? Yeah, he I was. I know him from somewhere. Yeah, yeah he, he was. was uh, Mrs. Doubtfire as uh, Stewart, the uh, boyfriend. Yeah. And then I recognize the other one, uh, not Pierce Bronson. What the, the hell his name is? Timothy Dalton. One before him. Yeah, Timothy Dalton. He was in Looney Tunes back in action as an as a basically their their movie version of Bond. I know. <laughs> and I'm like going, oh shit. Well, you know he's also, well, you know he's also in uh, Doom Patrol, right? I never saw Doom Patrol. I told you this. Yeah, he's in Doom Patrol as the as the doctor in Doom Patrol. Oh, I did not know that. I didn't ever got to see Doom Patrol. In case you wonder why the fuck I'm not watching, Dante decided decided to watch it without me. In fact, he didn't even tell me that he watched uh, that he watched Doom Patrol, and then he tried to get me to watch it when he was in the middle of it, and I don't fucking do that. My whole thing is, if I'm gonna watch something with you, I'm gonna watch it to the beginning. You hear that, or you got to replay the first the first fucking episode for me. I'm not jumping in. Into a damn series. Oh my god, he's an asshole. Oh my god, you know, he's an... you know what you should do for revenge? For glitter on his PlayStation. Hey, hey, there's something that I learned with glitter. It's hard to fucking get off. No, I was gonna say glitter is hard to get off. No, I was gonna say, you know what you should do for revenge? You should have sex with me. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not that. Petty. You know, auntie, like putting glitter on his PlayStation would be good enough and over his smart TV. Like, I, I can do that just because the fact that it'd be hard to, to get off. But to have sex with someone else just because of that, yeah, no. Moving on. Um, so, we, so uh, Shazam 2 has found its villain. And it, it has cast Helen Marin as Hesperia. Okay. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. The first Shazam I thought was really good. Yeah. Okay, so there's like two or three little pieces of gaming shit that I want to talk about. But first, uh, in a massive $450 million deal, Netflix has purchased the rights to two Knives Out sequels by Media Rights Capital per variety, 
with Daniel Craig. I love that movie. With Daniel Craig reported to reprise his role as Detective Benoit Blanc in both sequels. With writer-director Ryan Johnson also set to return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knives Out was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah how everyone just had, the, had, had a different favorite scene of the movie. God, I hope they stick with that with that little cork there where basically, you know, you have your own favorite scene of, of, of the movie. Yeah. I love that. I love that they did something like that. You don't get to see that a lot during movies. Yeah, not anymore. I liked it how they did it with the Clue movie. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Clue. No, I where haven't. Each movie... Okay, so here's how they did it. So Clue has four different endings. Of course, if you buy the DVD, you get you get all four, all four endings. When the movie got released in theaters, each theater had a different ending. Okay. So it basically, so basically, just, just, so just think about how much chaos that movie theaters has caused because one person, you know, you're talking to your friends. Oh, hey, I saw the movie Clue. Uh. Yeah, no, they'd be like, they'd be talking about one ending where you're talking about a different ending. But, but yeah, the, uh, if you get the DVD, it does come with all four different endings that each theater had. Nice. Which I, I, I did like a lot. Okay, okay. But, uh, but you know what? Let's do some video game news. All right. It's been announced that Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturnal HD Remaster will be released on PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC via stream on May 25th of this year. Yeah, I know. I, I don't have a pre-order yet because, of course, I just spent a bunch of money on my tickets. So I am gonna get it though. I'm I'm not gonna pre-order it for one reason only. Uh, pre-order bonus doesn't fuck. It doesn't come with any thing special for the pre-order. Yeah, you but don't it- get any pre-order bonuses. You know, you don't really get anything. But yeah, you know what Japan got, mm-hmm. which I did see. Uh, if you actually did physically order the game, you got a. It came with the sh- It came with a Nocturne Nightlight. But here's some, but here's the the thing with the nightlight. It was an incense burner as well too. Oh, nice! And I'm here like, well, how come America didn't get that? How come we didn't get that? How come all we get, you know, it's the game itself, but yet we didn't get that kind of bonus with with the incense burner, with the art book. You get like a soundtrack for it. I'm here like going. I I want that. I don't want just art. I. I don't just want the game. I know. So, moving on, I think one of the biggest news is that uh, is that the uh, the PlayStation Store is going to shut down on the PS3, PS Vita, and PSP. Uh, the PS3 and PSP version of the store will be shutting down on July second while the PSN store for the Vita will be closed on August 27, 2021. And I'm just here like, that doesn't really pertain to me because, well, 
I don't have a PS3. I never had a Vita. Uh, all I have is my PS4. According to the PlayStation support blog, customers will still be able to re-download and play previously purchased games and video and still redeem games and PlayStation Plus vouchers. However, new PS3, Vita, and PSP purchases will cease and players can no longer make in-game purchases or redeem PSN wallet funds on PS3, Vita, or PSP once the store closes. You know, I still have my Vita. I still have my PSP. I still have my PS3. And I still, from time to time, I still play games on those consoles. Like, for example, I went ahead and got Sonic CD. Like, I put in 50 bucks. Like, I went ahead and bought Sonic CD. I went ahead and bought uh, the... Um, like the God of War pre- prequel games. Yeah. Because I already got the the other God of War games. So I might as well get the prequel games as well. And... Uh, yeah, I think I even bought a couple of video uh, fighting games. I also got uh, SOCOM 3 for the PSP and for the PS Vita. So, yeah, I still played some of those games and so- on some of those consoles. And it's sad that it's closing, but I understand it. With the PS5 coming out, PS4 is still is still up there. PS4, they're, they're superior, sadly, because, well, yeah. I know, I know. It's going to be years for before the PS4. But at the very least, I went ahead and re-download everything on my PlayStation list. Yeah. And um, and I'm also thinking of buying another um, hard drive just so that I can back up everything on my PS3. Look, I know not everything's going to last forever, especially... Physical, uh, digital games. Yeah. I Physical games are going to last a little bit longer than digital. Yeah. But, you know, that's one of the problems with having an old digital library is the fact that hardware is going to fail and then there's not going to be anything to back up the software. Yep. Which sucks, but it is what it is. So, according to... Uh, so apparently the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection team was unable to salvage code for the original versions of Ninja Gaiden 1 and 2, meaning it had to include the newer Sigma versions of those games. That means that, that there likely would never be new versions of Ninja Gaiden Black or Ninja Gaiden 2 outside of their original Xbox home. Yeah. But you know what? I've always played the Sigma games. I played the first one on PS3. I have one and two on the Vita. I was hoping that three would come out on the Vita. It never did. So now the Master Collection will be my uh, will be a way to get all three games in one in one console. And okay, so. An incredibly rare plastic sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers for the NES has sold at auction. Guess how much it was? How much? It sold for a record-breaking $660,000. 
Jesus. Which makes it the most expensive price ever paid for a video game collectible. What would you do for $666,000? What would you do with the money? Get a, first of all, I would actually get a house and not be living in an apartment. Second thing is, I, I don't know. That's a fucking lot of money. That's too much money to where I'm like going, I don't even know what to get to even do with that. Besides, you know, upgrade all my shit and get a PS5, among other things. But still, you have all that money left over. I would definitely get a. I would definitely get a house, and if I have any money left over, buy a brand new car. More likely, you would have the money left over to buy a brand new car. Hey, that depends on where I live. Because <laughs> if I live well, in California, like you move up this way, which is actually pretty cheap. Like housing is cheap here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because trust me, uh, six hundred sixty. California, yeah. Yeah, six hundred sixty thousand dollars. It's not an, not enough money to buy a house in California. Well, out of state it is. Like, that's not a whole lot of money, California money. Yeah, no. Okay, I was a little sad by this. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga has been delayed. All right. So we'll see when the so we'll, we'll see when it's released again because I was I was really hoping to play it. I haven't been I haven't been playing a lot of Lego games anymore. I can understand that. And I've been wanting to play some again. Uh, okay, uh, so My Hero Academia season five has already been released. So you're so you're able to watch it now. On Funimation, Crunchyroll, and and on Hulu. Yep. You know who's been watching My Hero Academia recently? Your sister. Yeah, my baby sister. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, let's see. I'm uh, moving on to some more anime news. Uh, it's been announced that uh, we're getting a second season of uh, Yashahime Princess Half Demons. Yeah. I already told you this. So far, the visual uh, teaser, we, we only see Shoshomaru's daughter, uh, Toa Higarashi, with a uh, brand new sword. My thing is, I think that's going to be the new uh, Tensega. Well, he did give it to her at the end of the uh, of the last episode for season one. Yeah, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen. Did it. you not watch it? I have seen it. I yeah. have seen it, and we will review it at a later date. Yeah. Okay, I want to ask. Okay, I want to. I want to get your opinion on this one. So, a copywriting company in Japan has recently made waves. When its president declared the company will offer paid leave. Are you ready for this? Yeah. For idol fans in grief when their favorite idol graduates or gets married. 
What do you think about this? Oh, okay then. Let me let me tell you. Um, I know that people in Japan worship idols. Yeah, they do, and they expect idols, especially in Japan. This is from what I've heard with idols in Japan. Uh, yeah, the reason idols in Japan are not really really allowed to date because they are seen as to be single and to hype up, basically, you know, you know, for their, you know, for their fans to get their hopes up that but, hey, you'd be able to get with them one of one. But one that's of these so. Days. But that's so stupid because. Okay, back in the day, you know, uh, look at Britney Spears, for example, back in the day, right? I never liked her shit. Uh, me neither. But how many people would have wanted to, to bang Britney Spears? <laughs> that before or after she went crazy. Before she went crazy. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people did, but she was already... Was she already with someone at the time? I think she was. Hey, hey. Hey, for a lot of guys, they were like... I don't give a fuck if she's with Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake can watch while I bang the shit out of her. Yeah, no, not in Japan. Japan, you know, they they make these idols not able to go on dates, not able to get married because they're they're thinking they, they have to hype up all these fans, get all these fans hope and dreams that hey, why don't you be able to get with them? The fact that that now they're doing a, a what is it a funeral now if the uh, idol gets married or has a boyfriend, it's like. It's like, yeah, that's basically saying it's saying that they might be getting kicked off, you know, the list of big of being famous. Because again, they want they want single people. Why do you think baby metal is so fucking popular? I in know. Japan. I know. I know. But it's but it's dumb. It's like we don't do that here in America. Nobody nobody expected Britney to be single. Nobody expects. Can you imagine um, a a rock star being single in America? Yeah, no. No, that's not a thing. Like, that was the thing, especially well, back... Well, especially Axel Rose. Axel Rose is single. No, but I'm just saying, come on, back in the day? Yeah, no, back in the day, yeah, no. Like, no, he had everyone. Him, Slash, yeah, I think Slash is married now. Yeah, let, let's be honest. Guns N' Roses probably fucked a lot of groupies back in the, the day. The fuck are you saying probably a, a lot? No, they fucked everyone along with them and uh, Def Leppard, most likely. AC, oh, definitely ACDC. ACDC. Yeah, definitely ACDC. Their music is made for stripping. Kiss. Yeah, Kiss too. No, Kiss fucking banged anyone. Well, Gene Simmons. Whoa. Yeah, mainly Gene. What's he like? What's the number he brags about? Uh, now you're gonna make me look it up. Gene Simmons bragging. Yeah, cause again, I understand that that's how it is. The culture he in did, Japan. Here's what he did. He slept. He slept with forty eight hundred women. Forty-eight hundred. So that's almost five thousand. Yes. Five. He, apparently, apparently, he said that he didn't do drugs, but he did do sex a lot. That he did sleep with at least forty-eight hundred women. 
at that point, don't you sleep with like five at a time just so you can get the number up? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have a feeling that most of them are probably orgies. Yeah, let's be yeah, let's be honest. And that's the whole reason people want to be rock stars. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, baby. Yeah. I just like that. I, I just like that that he said that I didn't do drugs in the crazy times, but I did do sex. Listen, listen. And I did sleep with forty eight hundred. <laughs> listen, I never understood that. I never understood every time um a singer or an actor or a, or a fucking uh, uh, athlete gets yeah. caught banging banging broads yeah. left, right, and center. And, and it's like, oh, my God, but some of them are married. It's like, okay, and? And they know that. They don't care. Like, if you're married to Gene Simmons... Especially back in the day, Gene Simmons. Yeah, no, he doesn't fucking care if he's married. He probably even told his wife that. Look, I'm going out. I'm banging bras because I'm a rock star. You can, you know, either deal with it and let me have my thing or you can get a divorce. Yeah. That's, that's how it was. Like the lead singer from Poison. Uh, Yeah, he banged a lot. He basically... Did think that he was married. Hell, Ozzy Osbourne cheated on Sharon. He cheated on his wife. And he openly admits it. Yeah, he didn't care. He doesn't care what she thinks. Listen. Her opinion does not matter to him. Because you know why? Because he's a fucking legend in rock music. And she isn't. She did not make him famous. He made himself famous. Through Black Sabbath. Listen, there's a joke. There's a joke by Ron White where he's all like... Where it's like, oh, you know, they, you know, women are always like, oh, well, we want somebody who remains faithful to us and everything. Okay, then, if that's so important to you, then yeah. don't marry the the lead singer to Guns N' Roses. No, yeah. <laughs> marry, well, marry, only... marry, marry the, um, you know, you no, know, back. Okay, here's the thing. Axel is just an asshole in general. Not because the fact you know that hey he cheated on his girl. No, he's a he he's an abuser as well too. I okay, but 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 my but yeah. the joke stands. Like you know, don't get married to the lead singer to, to Guns and Roses. Get married to the yeah. backup singer to the back like to the back to the cover band of Guns and Roses. There's like there's not a line to fuck those guys. Like okay, okay. Do you know who who I can say that are the who are fate who are the faithful uh rock stars that would not bang anyone rob zombie he openly admitted that he that no matter how you know how the temptation is he loves his wife which is why he has her and everything to show to show fans that hey yes he knows he's attractive yes his wife is attractive but guess what those two are married and alice cooper how many times have you told me that you would want to get into bed with both of them? With both, yeah, I know. With, I, with both Rob, yeah, Zombie Rob Zombie and, and, and Sherry, Moon Zombie. Sherry Moon Zombie. Yeah, I, I say that, but at the same time, though, I know they're not going to fucking take it because their whole thing is going to be that the Lord to one another, which is understandable. I'm not going to force it on them. It's a dream that I have, yes. In this dream, who who who... who 
who's gonna be the first one to approach you, Cheryl or um, or Rob? Ooh, hard who's, one. Who's the first one that approaches you for that for that threesome? Sherry does. She does, and then Rob. You think Sherry's like, like, oh baby, look at this girl. She's hot. Should and that's we? That's what I'm hoping. Should we? Should Should we take her up to our room to show her a good time? Oh God, yes. Uh, now, now you're getting your juices flowing. Wink, wink. Yes. Yes, my, my, you know, you know, the boat is sailing. Oh my God. <laughs> Moving on. So it's been reported that the U.S. Justice Department has extended its antitrust review of Sony, of Sony's proposition 1.175 billion dollar acquisition of Crunchyroll from AT&T. Oh, nice. The information notes that the review, which seeks to determine if the deal will give Sony dominance over anime streaming, would delay the sale by several months and could also potentially kill it. So we'll see what happens moving forward. Okay, Toho, Toho Studios announced that Netflix has signed a multi-year contract to lease two of its stage facilities in Tokyo starting on April 1st. Netflix's first production there would be a live-action series on uh, Yoshihiro Takashi's Yu Yu Hakisho manga. So we're getting a live-action Yu Yu Hakisho adaptation by Netflix. It better be on Japanese. That's all I have to fucking say. We'll you hug a show bear being fucking Japanese. If, if not, yeah. So, all right. So it was announced that we're getting a an, a sequel. The Doctor Stone will be getting this Doctor Stone anime will be getting a sequel of its uh, of its uh, arc since. Doctor Stone Stone Wars has has concluded last uh, yeah last Saturday, and I'm here going. I still have too many animes to watch. I still haven't even watched it. You know what anime I barely started on now? What the side story of Madoka Magica? Ah, uh, I've never seen I it. Feel- yeah, they did a side thing. Like, all the characters from the original series is in there, but with some new character because it's, it's, it's a don't thing, but it's a side story to where I'm here going. So is it taking place before everything happened? Or what? Or did they... Or is this, like, after when they fixed everything? No, actually, I think it's still during the whole before they fixed everything. All right. So moving on. Crunchyroll and Viz Media has announced that they will release the following five anime on home video. Burn the Witch, Inspector, in slash Spectre. Watch the Burn the Witch. Jujutsu Kaisen, same here. The God of High School and Tower of God. The last two I really did like and I'm really, and I'm, I'm not thinking of buying them once they, once they get released on Blu-ray. You're going to have to stop me from buying these shit at full price. Well, yeah, I've been telling you that you don't listen. No, but you're going to have to like 
like treat me like a dog. Just be like, no, bad Lewis. I try to, but you you do what you want without my, you know, without you even asking me. I know. That's because I'm a bad boy. Yes, yes, you are. I'm a I'm a bad boy that needs punishment. Oh my god! I thought <laughs> you were a sub. Huh? I thought you know. I thought you weren't a sub. Well, I just said I'm a very bad, bad boy, and I need to be punished badly by mistress. Oh, my God. You know what? Nope. Nope. It's a turn off. No. Nope. Uh, nope. I'm, I'm, killed I'm, me. Uh, I'm not usually a sub. I'm just saying that just to, just to fuck with her. Yeah. And watch how quickly I get turned off. Oh, my God. Anything else you want to say before we head on over to our only segment of tonight? Nope. That's about it. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. And when we'll be back, we're going to be talking about some James Bond. You're listening to the Quizman Podcast. Dalton, Pierce, Brosnan era of uh, James Bond. And uh, this will be the last time we will be talking about Bond until the newest James Bond movie gets uh, released into home video. All right. So, but uh, 
well, here's some information. So following, um, so following uh, a view to a kill, Roger Moore's era bond was officially over, and it was time for a new bond. And originally, so originally they wanted Pierce Brosnan as the new Bond after Roger Moore. And apparently everything was all set for Pierce Brosnan to be, to portray Bond. But what ended up happening was that, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Pierce Brosnan was in a TV show called Remington Steel. I did not know that. So, when he was signed on to do Bond, Remington Steel was over. It was already done, right? Right. But as soon as he was announced to be the next Bond, the producers behind Remington Steel thought that, oh my God, you know, if we had Bond as the actor, you know, we can get a boost in audience ratings for Remington Steel. Yeah. So, they greenlit another season of Remington Steel. And the producers behind Bond did not want Remington Steele to be Bond. So, unfortunately, they fired Pierce Brosnan as Bond after he was forced to do Remington Steele as per his contract. And you know what's the cherry on top of the cake? What? The final season of Remington Steele was canceled after a few episodes. Damn. <laughs> and by then, it was already too late. The producers had already chosen Timothy Dalton as Bond, and the thing was that the producers wanted Timothy Dalton to play Bond for a long time. He was, in fact, supposed to play Bond after uh, Sean Connery, after his last movie, um, Diamonds Are Forever. But at the time, Timothy Dalton thought that he was too young to play Bond. So when it was, so when Pierce Brosnan was was uh, was unable to play Bond due to his Remington Steel contract, the producers went ahead and got Timothy Dalton to be the new James Bond in 1987's *The Living Daylights*. In the movie, Bond is, um, well, we see in the beginning of the movie, Bond saves a, um, a uh, KGB general named Gorgi Koskov to, um, and, and, and helps him defect to the West. Because you got to remember at the time, um, it was hard for the Soviet Union people of the Soviet Union to defect from, from it, right? Right. Like, they had to go over the Berlin Wall and everything else. And um, Bond purposely missed in killing a, um, a female sniper. And at first, he's, he's chastised for it, right? Like, at first, like, oh, you, oh, you, didn't, yeah. kill, you didn't kill that sniper, to which Bond says, hey, I only kill professionals. 
you know, that girl didn't know how to handle her gun. She didn't know anything. Yeah. And this was one of the first times that we saw Bond actually getting frustrated and tired of being in his profession. Where he openly tells them, where the guy openly says, oh, you know, oh, you know, I'm going to have to tell M, you know, you know, you, you, you purposely disobeyed orders. To which Bond says, hey, stuff your orders. You know, if M wants my, you know, if M wants my license, I'll be glad to give it to him. Yeah. We eventually find out that the that Georgie gets kidnapped, and Bond is sent to uh, to investigate. Where he, he meets up with the uh, sniper he was supposed to kill, who turns out to be Georgie's uh, girlfriend, a uh, Kara Malavi. Eventually, we find out that Georgie's actually connected with an American arms dealer named Brad Whitaker. And eventually finds out that it was a, a plot orchestrated by, uh, by Georgie and uh, Brad Whitaker to get, more, to get more weapons and to sell more, more uh, heroin. So Bond... Pretty much goes to a lot of different places. He even ends up being in Afghanistan and helping the uh, Mujahideen, the freedom fighters, who were fighting against the Soviet Union at the time. And eventually he gets Brett, um, I think he gets Georgie arrested by the uh, KGB and, uh, and kills Brad Whitaker uh, before going to a uh, concert with uh, with Kara as she is a uh, I forgot which in, which instrument she plays. It's that big cello instrument. Yeah, you, yeah, it's called the cello. Well, actually, it, it's a Stradivarius. Oh, which is I think it's a. I mean, is it is it similar to to a to a cello or? I don't know. You're asking the wrong person about that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know shit about instruments. Oh, I, know. I only know about guitar. The only thing I know about is guitars. Anything else? I'm here like, like I don't fucking know. I, a a strello and then a fucking cello. I, I take it as both the same thing. Listen, all I know is that's a piano. Or you know a, a guitar is. Or a guitar or a violin. Yes. You don't know the fancy names for any of these things. Actually, you know what? If there's two instruments I wish I could learn how to play would be the piano and and the violin. Yeah. Yeah, I like classical music. No, you don't. How come whenever I play my classical music, you say, oh, God, not this again? What classical music do you play? Uh, I was playing some classical music not that long ago to where I was making the joke, you know, this is where we... This is where you're going to be waking up to every single morning. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, exactly. So so what were your thoughts on the movie? In all honesty, I, I didn't expect... There were some funny moments in the in the current Jane Bond film, which I actually did like. 
well, you know what's interesting is that uh, this is the only bomb. This is the movie where Bond only sleeps with the one girl. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. I'm like going, huh, no second girl? What? Well, well, do you know why? Why? Because at the time, uh, 1987. Did everyone just get tired of Bond just sleeping with every single girl? No, no. They thought it was irresponsible for Bond to be sleeping with every single girl. Because responsible because of AIDS. Oh, AIDS. What's the big? Oh yeah, what's, yeah. AIDS was a big, big issue thing back then. Oh yeah. yeah. So the producers thought it was irresponsible for Bond to get in bed with every girl he sees. Yeah. Now not so much. Now they could do that again. Just because we know it's not as big of an issue as we thought it was. There's uh they. They do medication now. Like, it's still a big deal because there's, there is no cure for it, but they have it at least under control. Like, don't they have it so that even if you get it, you can still you can still have sex? Like, it won't be as transmissible? Yeah. But still, you still have it, though, which fucking sucks. Yes, but they... Made it so that it's it you can live with it. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But still, and you, you can still li- do not want AIDS. And you can live as much of a normal. You can live as much of a normal. Yeah, look, nobody wants AIDS. Well, yeah. Do you think? Do you think to go out and when I tell you to go out and go out and fuck whoever you want and not get a test done? I'm just we're we're just saying that it's now tolerable than it was back then. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, we're just saying it's not the death sentence it used to be. Yeah, no. No, it's not like what they did with Freddie Mercury, you know, rest his soul. That was a terrible thing that he had to go through. Because we didn't know about it at the time, time, and it was a legit thing. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, AIDS and HIV, horrible to get, but nowadays it's, 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 it's livable. It's manageable. Yeah, yeah, people have done the research on it. They know what they're doing. It just, yeah, there is no cure for it still, but yet there, yet the medication that they have now, uh, you can live with. You can basically have a normal life, and it's less transmittable. Yeah, it still doesn't mean to have unprotected sex. Please, please have protective sex. As a person who likes to go out and have orgies and try to fuck every single thing that has a dick. Oh, my God. Please, please, please just use a condom. Oh, my God. You know it's true. Just please be responsible. Yes. Like how we are. So what did you thought of of, um, Timothy Dalton? Well, you know what? I'll ask that question a little later. I was going to say, he did two movies. I'm going to ask that question a little later. But, um, but yeah, uh, I think every time there's a new Bond, it's, it, there's a little hesitance on the audience to, to accept him right away. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, you know, Timothy Dalton doesn't do... His Bond movies doesn't do as good... As people as the, as the previous Bond films, 
not until you know it's it's underappreciated for its time. Because I thought Timothy Dalton did a really good job in this movie. He seems a little. Uh, I don't know. To me, he seems like he's um, he's not too comfortable playing the um, the uh, like. He's not too comfortable walking around in a in a tuxedo with Bond. Yeah. But he, but when he's wearing casual clothing, he's he's much more in his element. Yeah, well, would you be comfortable wearing a tux? I mean, answer yourself that. Would, would you be comfortable wearing a tux like on a like daily stuff like that, where you have where you're having to you know, yeah, you're gonna be having to jump around and possibly killing people. I don't know about you, but I'm gonna go out and possibly assassinate people. I would like to wear something a little bit comfortable, something I can run in. Oh, like in a business suit? Oh my god. Would you want to run in a business suit? Hey, hey, I like the James Bond look. What can I say? Yeah, but think about how uncomfortable that would be, though. Eh. Don't give me that eh. Like, I've worn suits for work. That's different. Yeah, but are you really doing anything? Mm, True. Are you over there jumping around and trying to shoot people? I wish. Like, I wish that was my job. But you know what? Uh, I also did like the new Aston Martin car the Bond drives in this one. That That's a nice looking car. Yeah. I will say. So what would you give this movie as a rating? I give this one four and a half. Uncomfortable wearing suits out of five. <laughs> Cause I actually did like this. I actually kind of did like this bond only because of the fact I knew who the fuck he was. I'll give this one four more ladies for Bond to sleep with out of five. Oh, four more ladies. Yeah, four, four more. Cuatro, cuatro más. You can't have you can't have enough ladies in your life. Well, technically you can, but then again, you know that's me. You know, then again, that's just me being a hypocrite because well, I can't have too many men in my life. Uh huh. There you go. Yeah. So which come so which brings us to, I think, one of the more um, hardcore. Bond movies because there hasn't been another Bond movie since that's yeah. similar to this which is 1989's License to Kill so this has, so this brings us uh, once again to Dalton reprising his role we have uh, Corey Lowe as P- Pam Bouvier Robert Dolphy as France, Franz Sanchez uh Talisa Sato as Lupe Lamoro. And uh, a young Benicio del Toro as uh, Dario. A young looking Benicio del Toro as Dario. A little, kind of a little baby face, don't you think? I don't even know who that is. Okay, I'll. Okay, I'll show you right now. 
Should I? Okay. Yeah, that's Benicio del Toro. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know who he played in, but okay. Yeah, he was the like the like Sanchez's right hand man. Yeah, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about what other shit has he played in? He was in the uh, Sicario movies that I really enjoyed. I never saw those movies. Why do you disappoint me? Louis, I was like a person that awards those kind of movies. Um, let's see what other movies he may have been in. Let's see, Benicio del Toro, because. Yeah, so he's also been in. Well, okay, he was in Avengers Infinity War as the collector. Oh, okay, now I know who that is. Yeah, he was in Star Wars as DJ. I, I never saw the legend. Oh, okay, yeah, I know who that is. Okay. Yeah, the Last Jedi as DJ. Yeah. He was in uh, Sin City as Jackie City. Boy. Okay, oh, I know who he is now. Yeah, I, I know the plague. Yeah, I've I seen a lot of these things. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Okay. I really, you know, I really did like his look in, um, in, 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 uh, Sicario. Again, I know you never seen the movie, so let me show you a quick picture of what he looks like in Sicario, because I really would like to get, I really would like to have that kind of style. I would, I, w- I wouldn't mind looking like, uh, like Del Toro in that movie. Just because I really, he really looked like a, because he did look handsome to me in that movie. Okay. Yeah, that's what he looked like. Oh, he's attractive there. And he was also attractive as a collector as well, too, because I I like how he looked. Yeah, here's another picture of him. See? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can, I can. Uh, I can definitely pull off the goatee look. I'll do him. I probably don't have that much hair anymore. <laughs> Louis, you're going bald. I, again, thank you. I know that. But I, I can definitely pull off the goatee look, though. But, uh, but yeah, so... So in this movie, um, Bond attends a uh, the wedding to his uh, to his CIA friend Felix Leader. However, Leader gets involved trying to investigate a Colombian drug lord, and after capturing him, the drug lord escapes. Manages to uh, cripple leader, like for example, captures captures Felix, and um, and leader gets uh, half of him being eaten away by a shark. You know what? I have to I, I have to say this. This is one of the uh, first James Bond films that showed blood, and. And not only that, but his wife 
gets killed on the same day of her uh, of their wedding. Yeah. And when Bond finds out, he goes on a killing spree. And the thing is, you kind of get the feeling that that perhaps not just only the fact that it's his friend that got killed. You also kind of get the feeling that Bond also remembers the fact that his wife was killed on, on their wedding day. Yeah. And he was largely unable to do anything about it. Yeah. So Bond is 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 taking double revenge for it as well. So Bond hook um hooks up with uh with uh Felix's friend Pam Bo- uh, Bo- uh Bouvier as they uh head on down to Mexico to to stop uh to stop Sanchez with Bond kind of going undercover and pretending to be uh Franz's friend by telling by um by tricking him into thinking that the people around him are conspiring against him. Like remember we got that one dude that 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 Franz put in that hyperbolic chamber and we see his head get caved in by the pressure yeah. of it. Oh yeah. Yeah, and Bond is doing this without his license to kill, his double O status. As M forbids Bond from going after uh, France and telling Bond that this is not a matter for the uh um for 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 MI6. Yeah. So this is so this is the first time that Bond essentially goes rogue. You know, but this is the first time, and as we find out later, not the last time either. So Bond, um, like I said, is planting the seeds of doubt in Franz's mind, and he even hooks up with one of Franz's uh, mistress, uh, Lupe uh, Lamoro. Eventually, Bond destroys um, his plant that... The, that Franz uh, manufactures his drugs from, kills a lot of his people, including uh, Franz's uh, right-hand man, and towards, and towards the end of the movie, kills Franz himself. One of the people that helped him was, uh, was Q, played by uh, Desmond Noellen, who also, uh, against hoarders, Goes and helps out uh, Bond. And you know what's funny? As much shit as Q gives Bond for like. For destroying his. 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 Uh, his gadgets. Yeah. Q almost does the same thing. Like remember when he does. When he has that rake. That he uses as a walkie talkie. Oh yeah. And then as soon as he was done using the rake. He just threw it to the ground. I like that scene. I don't know why. That was just kind of funny. Like, dude, you do the exact same thing he does. Yeah. Uh, also, there's a... Also, we get another uh, 
another person in the movie that I forgot to mention was was uh, Corey Hiroyaki Tagawa, who played um, Shang Tsung in the first Mortal Kombat movie. He's he's in this movie as well. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, he plays the uh, the Chinese guy that captures Bond at first. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was him. And like I said, this is, you know, I know a lot of people give give um, Daniel Craig's Bond films as the as Bond going dark and real. Yeah. But this movie, Bond is as dark as you can get. Yeah. Like he, like for example, when another one of Felix's friends, Sharky, gets killed. Bond goes and kills that dude like two seconds later. Like he doesn't even think about it anymore. He just he, he kind of goes on a little killing killing spree in this movie. Yeah, especially when he put in that one dude to, through the grinder. Oh, what about when he fed that one dude to the sharks? Yeah, I'm here like going, huh? A Bond film that has blood in it. Oh, what about? Yeah, they didn't even shot. They didn't even shy away from the blood. They they practically showed everything. The movie is PG thirteen, but I think they're but I think um back then PG thirteen was very different than it was now. Well here's the thing. The um the digital copy movies movies that you can buy, you're actually getting the, the R rated version. The uh Ah. Yeah. Yeah, that has more blood and, and stuff in them. Then, oh, lovely. Yeah, than you would previously. Okay, then. But, um, but no, I, I, you know, I, I think Timothy Dalton's Bond gets a little underrated because he gets... He, 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 he's a cold-blooded murderer. I like this one. So do I. And you know who? Uh, I like the Bond girls. Especially the one that has the short haircut. Yeah. Yeah, I like, yeah, I, I thought she was hot. And, and once again, Bond sleeps with both girls in this movie. And. But like I said, it didn't too too good in the box office. But you got to remember, 1989, you know what came out in 1989? Star Wars? No. Oh. No, Star Wars was already done by 1989. Oh. What came out, what came out in 1989 then? Batman. Oh, Tim Burton's Batman too. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Back to the Future Part 2. Oh, okay. Lethal Weapons 2. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That came out in 1989. I did not know that. Yeah. Ghostbusters. I thought that came out in 1990. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ghostbusters, I remember. Yeah, Ghostbusters yeah. 2. Oh, the second one. Jesus. Yeah, The Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. That one did come out, yeah. Yeah, so 
Yeah, there's a lot more other movies than James Bond with basically just they're like going, Hi, I exist. Yeah, exactly. So so look at the monsters that, that Bond had to deal with. Hi, I exist. Pretty much. Yeah, only like only like grandparents went out to go see James Bond films. None of these other films. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's basically how, you know, what I'm picturing. Just like a bunch of elderly people went to see James Bond, which probably wasn't even enough elderly people. So you're just going, hi, I exist. Like, License to Kill even did worse than... <sighs> I hate to say this, because the movie sucks. This movie, um, James Bond did worse in the box office than... <sighs> Trying to find that fucking movie. I had it. Then, um, where is it? Where is it? Because what? Because another. Because a Star Trek movie that came out in the year. Oh, Star Trek V The Final Frontier. Oh. Yeah, this was the movie where yeah, where they had to find God. Oh, yeah, this movie it sucks. This is a Star Trek movie to where they had to find God. Yes. Yeah, because in the movie, Spock's brother, Cybok, is searching for God at the center of the galaxy. So they find this alien who wants a starship to which <sighs> Captain Kirk asks, why does God need a starship for? Why, why does he? <sighs> because it's not God, it's something else. Okay, then. The movie is directed and written by William Shatner. And, 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 yeah, it's, it's not good. It's gen- well, anything directed, anything directed by William Shatner, you know, is not good. Like, people, like, this is the one Star Trek movie that people can point at and say, that movie sucked dick. And here's me going, I have no idea how bad it is, but it's in the room bad. We should watch this and find out. Oh, you don't want to watch The Room? I'll watch The Room. I'll, I'll, I'll rent it and everything. Just tell me Just tell me when it will be a good day. But no, going back, License to Kill, like I said... It didn't do too well in the box office because it had all those other movies to deal with. But in general, I really did enjoy the movie. Like, it had a lot more action, a lot more sex than I thought it would have. Yeah. And like I said, the Bond girls, pretty beautiful. You know who else? You probably didn't recognize her, but the girl who played Lupe also played Katana 
in the Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, yeah, no, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. She thought she looks a little different. And now I'm wondering if you want to be whipped by a fuck by that lizard tail. Uh, remember, remember in the beginning of the movie that Franz finds his no. mistress with another guy. Yeah, no, I'm good. So That's she, gonna hurt. So she decides to whip. So he decides to whip her with that animal tail. I mean, yeah, I mean, if it gets the point across, I suppose. So, what'd you give this movie as a rating? I give this one. Three and a half lizard tails out of five. And I'll give this one four and a half licenses out of five. And then, okay, so apparently the next Bond movie was supposed to have Timothy Dalton. It was supposed to be called Property of a Lady. It was supposed to have the Chinese using a robot to to take back Hong Kong from the British. That just sounds silly. Well, at the time, the British owned Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, but still, that sounds silly though to have a robot to do it. But go on. Again, this was going to be like the early nineties. It would have been that was. The release date. However, what happened next was there was a court battle because all three studios, United Artists, MGM, and Eon Productions, all got into into a huge legal dispute. Like it took them five years to settle to settle in court, right? Right. And by then, Timothy Dalton's contract was over, and he didn't want to renew it. He thought his time as Bond was was over, and he didn't feel like doing it again. However, Pierce Brosnan was ready and available. So Pierce Brosnan was tapped to play Bond, and came... And his film, GoldenEye, came out in 1995. Again, not only is Pierce Brosnan in it, but Sean Bean is also in it as Alec Trevelyan. Isabella Skoropko as Natalia Semenonov. Famke Johnson as, as Zina Anatop. Joe Don Baker as Jack Wade. And Judy Dench as M and Robbie Coltrane as Valentin Sakovsky. Now, here's the thing: you probably didn't notice this, but did you? Didn't you thought that Valentin Sakovsky looked a little familiar? Yeah, but I couldn't figure out why. Why? Because he's played by Robbie Coltrane. He would go on. To play the half giant Hagrid in oh, Harry Potter. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, you can see it now? Yeah. Yeah, let me see if I can find a picture of him real quick. But yeah, Robbie. But yeah, Hagrid was in a James Bond movie. Where he plays uh, a Russian gangster. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. Oh, God, he looks really young. Well, 1995 would be what? Another. Didn't the first one came out in 2001? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be six years before Harry Potter would come out. Yeah, they got him to play Hagrid. Yeah, 2001. Yeah, so. So, yeah, in the movie, um, we see that Bond is partnered up with Alec Trevelyan, um, another MI6 agent, to blow up a weapons facility run by the Soviet Union, but before they can finish the job, Alec Trevelyan is apparently killed, and the bomb manages to escape while blowing up the facility. Several years later, a, uh, a secret Russian space weapons program known as GoldenEye is stolen, used to destroy the facility that it's on, and uh, Bond is sent to investigate. And after meeting up with Valentin Tchaikovsky, uh, Bond finds out that the um, that the man that the man responsible for it is somebody who hates uh, the British government for portraying uh, his people. After the end of um, World War II, I believe. And Bond finds out that it was Alec Trevelyan who had apparently faked his death. And wants revenge against the British government for betraying his family. Bond hooks up with uh, Natalia and finds out that the... um, that the GoldenEye weapon is actually... That the new place that it's at is in Cuba. So Bond and Natalia go in, stop the GoldenEye weapon, with Bond personally killing... Um, Alec Trevelyan. And then heads off to the sunset with uh, Natalia. What do you thought of this movie? Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I thought the next film, the next film of Pierce Brosnan, was a little bit better. Yeah. This movie was okay. It's, it's not bad. It's not. It's nothing to write home about. But I think it sets the fair. And, and to be honest, it kind of feels like a in a, in an all in its own way. It, it feels like a reboot because if you got to remember. Almost nobody from the original films are in this movie. Yeah. We get a new Q, 
Judy Dench. Like the only person that's 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 still, you know, coming from the old films is uh, Desmond Lewenen, who plays Q. But you know, we get a new Money Penny, Samantha Bond. You know, because because you got to remember the old Money Penny was a different chick for Timothy Dalton. So yeah, we get almost a brand new cast in, in, in its own way. It feels like a mini, kind of like a little mini reboot. What did you thought of um, Zanya Anatop? You gotta love these names. I do. I'm just here going, what the fuck is that? Ah, uh, she was okay. Oh, what about, okay, what about the fact that she likes, that she gets sexual gratification from, from using her thighs to squeeze a man yeah. to death? Oh, yeah. And I'm I just. Mean, I, I would get a sexual gratification too if I was squeezing a, a man's head between my thighs. Is that what you oh. want to do? Yeah, and Dante's home. The podcast still. He just walked in, and he all he heard was, you know, that I get sexual gratification. That was squeezing a man's head between my thighs. And Dante is like, I do that as this. <laughs> also, Framica Jansen, you might recognize her because she was Jean Grey in the X Men movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, so just just a FYI. Yeah, I mean this movie had some problems. One problem, um, I thought it was kind of ridiculous that remember that driving scene in the movie earlier in the movie where Bond is driving his uh, DB five. Yeah. And and he sees on the top driving that that it looks like a brand new Ferrari. Yeah. Unless that DB5 have, has been worked on under, under the hood. It's not supposed to go that fast. There is no way a DB5 can keep up with a Ferrari at full speed. I, I didn't know that. I, just, I was just going, oh, look, uh, cars. Especially when the DB5, I'm going to look it up real quick. I think it came out in, in the 50s. And trust me, cars from the fifties are not going to be as fast as a uh, as 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 a modern day supercar. Yeah. So Aston Martin came out in nineteen sixty three, but still. Yeah. Oh, and you know who directed the movie? Who? Uh, Martin Campbell. Oh. He would go on to direct, return to direct uh, Casino Royale. And, uh, yeah, he was also the director for, uh, for The Mask of Zorro, which I thought was a very, one of my favorite movies. 
I like I, I, I like the I like that movie. You see, I watched Zorro. I like the Zorro movie. But he also directed for, you know, for one reason only. What? Antonio Banderas. We should we should uh we should definitely watch those movies again. Yeah. But he also directed Green Lantern. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he did that movie. But no, what would you give this movie as a rating? As a rating? It was okay. I give this one four and a half. Uh, what was your name out of five? I, I, I on, a, on, a, on a top? Yeah, on a top. Oh, God. I'll give this one three and a half. I am invincible. Out of five. Remember that one character, Boris? Yes. Like, every time he did something on the computer, he was like, yes, I am invincible. He's like, no, you're not. You're not invisible. So the next movie is uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, which came out in 1997. Uh, once again, repri- Pierce Brown's Brosnan reprising his role. Jonathan Price as Elliot Carver. Michelle y- Yeoh as Waylon. Terry Hatcher as Paris Carver. So in this movie, a... Um, a... Um, how do you call it? A media mogul uh, plans to... Uh, to introduce war between China and the UK just to obtain exclusive global media coverage and to change the, uh, the power dynamics in China, which will give him broadcast exclusivity for about 100 years. However, uh, Bond uh, in- investigates, goes in to investigate, um, because he knew, um, mainly because uh, the newspaper article divulged information that wasn't released yet to the public. Bond, so Bond decides to try and pump information from Carver's wife. And in the process, he ends up sleeping with her. Uh, later on in the movie, As he does. So later on in the movie, uh, Bond finds the uh, finds a decoder and uses it to locate the sinking British ship because every because the Chinese believed that the that the ship was in Chinese waters. Bond. Um, while while looking for the sinking ship, uh, uh, comes across Wei Lin, and both of them are captured by by Elliot. They both team up, escape, and manage to tell their respective governments. Gets on Elliot Carver's um, stealth ship and uh, blows shit up with Bond killing. Elliot Carver using his own um, his own drill missile, which 
has got to hurt. <laughs> yeah. To say the least. And at the end of the movie, Bond uh, and Ray Lynn are rescued. But uh, not before Bond hooks up with Ray, with Ray Lynn in the waters. Okay, so this was my very first James Bond movie I've ever seen. Okay. And it kind of holds a special place in my heart. And in my pants, because I thought that... Um, the, really? I thought that Terry Hatcher was... Uh, that scene where Bond kisses Terry Hatcher and removes her dress was pretty hot. Is that so you can remove my clothing? Uh, if you let me, yes. <laughs> so... So I really do like I still like this movie. It's 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 I like some of the other bomb movies, but I do like this one. This one's still in one of my top favorites. And um Yeah, it doesn't have too much in the way of gadgetry. Yeah. And it does have Bond really doing some investigating, you know? And actually, you know what? This is the first time in the Bond films that uh, we actually get to see an evil married couple. You know, yeah. Elliot Carver is the first villain in the movie who is married. And um, yeah, I do like their little back and forth when they're in China, where 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 Elliot shows them the uh, the various. Different uh, newspaper articles. Oh, yeah. And then he shows them the last one where it's like, the Empire will strike back. To where Elliot Carver is like, I rather like this one. Yes. Like, so do I. I like this one, too. (laughs) I thought it was pretty funny. You know, Michelle Yeoh as Wei Lin is is pretty cool. She brings she she brings in that uh you know that Chinese martial arts into it. Yeah. Because for many people who don't know, Michelle Yeoh was also in uh, like Jackie Chan's stunt team. Nice. Oh yeah, no, she's been in a lot of different movies and uh TV shows. Like for example, she was in uh, Crunching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh. But this was one of her first American movies. Well, Western movies, to be exact. And I actually thought she did pretty okay, though. You know, you know not bad. The action was pretty spot on, I thought, with Bond just shooting everything in sight. So I thought the gunplay and everything... and. The end of the movie, like towards the end, the end of the movie, where Bond and Wei Lin are handcuffed together and have to drive that motorcycle was pretty cool. Yeah. Like all that stunt sequencing was was awesome. What What are some of your favorite parts in the movie? Uh I didn't really have favorite parts in this movie. Again, I'm not a big fan of James Bond. Like 
if anything, the only Jane Bond film that I have ever seen, really, besides out of all the others, was my very first one would die another day, which I do have favorite scenes in that one. But I guess with this scene, I, I do like the fact that, you know, that you do get your first villain couple. So I really like like that a lot. And even though the car that Bond gets in this movie, that um, that BMW, is kind of a downgrade from the cars the Bond is used to driving. I know I noticed that. I'm like, but what is it downgrade him for? I kind of like the BM that that BMW. Uh, it just it came out of nowhere where they were you know downgrade his cars. Not only that, but I kind of did like the the whole idea that it's 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 from that Bond is able to control the car with his cell phone. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I did like that one too. Like I wouldn't mind my car being controlled by cell phone. Yeah. Like in all honesty, I'll probably be driving my like like if it was possible to drive my car on my cell phone, I would actually use it. You know, to pick you up and bring you down here. Of course you would. But how safe would that be, though? How freaked out would you be? I I would not. I'm sorry. I would not get into that car. Like, no one is driving. Yeah, no. No, no someone would have to fucking drive. I'm not getting into no fucking, you know, phantom car. So what what would you give Die Another Day as a rating? Die I mean, Another Day. I mean, I mean, I'm die. sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow never dies as a rating. Uh, three and I have uh, arguing couples out of five. You know what? I'll give this one. I'll give this one. Sex in the Sea, Under Debris, Under Five. Like three, like, yeah, like three and a half, four. So, which brings us to 1999's The World is Not Enough. Once again, Pierce Brosnan is Bond with Sophie, with Sophie uh, Markell as Electra King. Robert Carlyle as Renard, Denise Richards as Dr. Christmas Jones, Robbie Coltrane. <laughs> I know, I know. Robbie Coltrane as Valentin Sikowski, Jetty Dench as M, Desmond Llewellyn as Q, and John Cleese as R. So after. Bond re- retrieves a um, retrieves some money and gives it back to M's friend, uh, Sir Robert King. Um, Robert King is uh, blown up in MI5, so Bond goes after the killer. After witnessing her death during the the chase. Uh, 
Bond is put on medical leave before he convinces the doctor to uh, to give him a clean bill of health. Oh yeah. And uh, I think you know what I mean by convinces. Yes. I mean, if I could, you know, get a clean bill of mental health, then yes, I would possibly do that. But no, I, I don't get that option. Really? If the doctor was like, listen, I can help you if, uh, if you can help me. Are you gonna tell yes. me? Are you gonna tell me you're, you're not gonna go for it? Oh no, I would. I would definitely go for it. So Bond is uh, is set to to uh, look after Robert King's daughter, uh, Electra King, as she was previously kidnapped by a terrorist by the name of Renard, who who has a weird little thing going on for him as Renard apparently has a bullet stuck to his, stuck in his head. And every day, oh the, yeah, I remember that one. And every day the bullet is going closer and closer to his brain. It told, Which is like, uh, that text medical wise. After something like that, that doesn't really happen in real life. It doesn't keep going and going. It kind of just stays there. Well, apparently this one does. And apparently it like... It deactivates. Like it's been killing his brain sensors and making him stronger. But apparently Renard will continue to grow stronger until he dies. Is what they say in the film. So... So what you're telling me is I should get a bullet in my brain, have it kill all my sensories, so that way and somehow gain superhuman strength. I mean Knowing no knowing you, the bullet's gonna miss, you're gonna have a hole in the back of your head, and you're gonna be dumber. But what happens if I become smarter? Oh yes, because we all remember that one person that got that shot himself in the head, and now is a genius. Why? Why he has seven PhDs? You never heard of it. No one's ever heard of it. <laughs> if that was the case, fucking idiots would be would be fucking shooting themselves in the head. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. You didn't think about but, that one, did you? No, I didn't think about it until you brought it up. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, idiots would be like, I'm going to become a doctor. And then it happens. Are you a doctor yet? No. No, you're just a vegetable. Yeah, you're just a vegetable now. That is it. They survived that shot. So Bond finds out that Electra's head of security is uh, working for Renard and masquerades as him, goes to a uh, to like a R- Russian um, 
nuclear facility where they're getting rid of nuclear warheads and come across Dr. Christmas Jones. Why is that name so funny? <laughs> Dr. Christmas Jones. I don't know, man. I'm not the only one that, you know, that, you know, that's laughing at that, right? Dante. No, Dante's not even laughing. No, he hasn't said it all. He can't hear. Okay. Uh, so Bond has a little face-to-face with Renard. But, uh, but then Renard reveals some information to Bond that Bond only revealed to Elektra, making Bond suspicious. It, however, Renard manages to escape with the nuclear warhead. Bond teams up with, with uh, Dr. Jones. They head back and uh, stop a bomb from blowing up one of Electra's pipelines. However, while Bond and Jones were successful in stopping um, stopping uh, the bomb from going nuclear, they don't stop the bomb as the bomb goes off. And Electra thinks Bond is dead, so she kidnaps M. And it's revealed that she's been, that she has in fact has uh, fallen in love with Renard. And uh, and in point of fact, it's Renard who's doing things for Electra. So towards the end of the movie, Bond. Uh, Teams up with Valentin Sikovsky as Valentin is also working for Elektra. But doesn't know that Elektra is planning on doing some uh, nefarious things, including killing Valentin's nephew. Yeah, so towards the end of the movie, Bond brutally, res- uh, brutally in cold blood, kills um Electra, because remember when Electra was like, oh, you won't shoot me. You'll miss me. Yeah. Oh, no. He shot you. Yeah, he Bond. dead. Yeah, Bond shoots her and, and he then says, I never miss. Yeah. And it's like, man, that's some cold blood right there. I'm like going, damn. Bond doesn't give a shit. So Bond goes after Renard and um, kills him as well. Yeah. So, so he goes off and uh, spends the holidays with uh, with Doctor Jones, saying, "You know, hey, Christmas comes comes early this year." <laughs> to which, to which uh, Doctor Jones says, "Well, why don't you open your Christmas present?" Is it a dick in the box? No, it's her naked. Oh, yeah, but still. Dick in the box. So the title of this movie comes from... um, We find out that... uh, In one of the books, we find out that Bond's family motto... Well, well, supposedly Bond's family crest is the world is not enough. Yeah. Which is why he even says it in the movie. Like when Elektra is torturing Bond... 
And then she said, like, oh, you and me, we could have had the world. To which Bond said, the world is not enough. Okay, so this movie actually has won some Razzies. For those of you who don't know, the Razzies is the opposite of um, of an Academy Award. Oh, God, what did it get a Razzie for? What actually got a Razzie for... Um, let me see. Because the thing is that... Uh, The worst, it won a Razzie in the category for worst supporting actress. Who are the worst supporting actress? Denise Richards for playing Dr. Christmas Jones. <laughs> yeah, so. Because the thing is that. Denise Richards wanted to do do this movie because she found the part brainy, athletic, and had depth of character. Ah, uh, no. That's the opposite. It's like, let's be honest. You were there for eye candy. Yeah. Like, like when you're there, a submarine, and you can see her tits. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, yes, that, that's what you were there for. <laughs> Uh, also, it's Denise Richards. You know who she was married to? Who? Charlie Sheen. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, she even had kids with him. Oh, those poor bastards. Charlie Sheen at their father. He's crazy now, you know that? I know that. All of the drugs. And hookers. You forgot the hookers. Did he actually get with hookers? Yes. Yes, he did. He actually legitimately spent money on hookers. And drugs. And and drugs. And hookers. And drugs. Oh, yeah. But no blackjack, though. Like Charlie Sheen hookers. Are you seriously looking that up? Yes. That, that was an actual story. I only heard about the drug. I didn't hear about the hookers. Like, apparently, Charlie Sheen confirms bringing a lady of the night to Denise Richardson's home one Thanksgiving. When she was home? Days after the Wild Things actress 48 said on The Real Housewives that ex-husband Charlie Sheen once brought a hooker to her home for Thanksgiving. Uh, that must have been a very unique conversation. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Oh, by the way, I, uh, I brought, I, I brought a friend over. Her name is, her name is Diamond. Yeah. Yeah, Richards went on to reveal in a confessional that a few years ago, Sheen came over for Thanksgiving dinner after the two had already split. And he had a hooker waiting for him in the driveway and was afraid to tell her. He's like, well, she's in the driveway 
is it okay that she's in the driveway? That's when Richards says she told him, I'll set a fucking plate. Even a hooker deserves to have Thanksgiving dinner. Look <laughs> how you feel for Thanksgiving. We're all sitting down at down and I brought in like a male hooker to come and to have dinner with us. Oh my god. Like like no, no, seriously, how would you feel about that? No, okay, how would you feel if after we split up on 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 that Thanksgiving I came I came over to your house and I brought a hooker with me? Marissa, this is Mercedes. And uh yeah, this is my plus one. I'd be like going Would you would you allow us to eat with you at Thanksgiving? I I don't know. Let me ask Dante. Dante, if Lucia ever bring home a hooker for Thanksgiving where we're all eat, where we're all sitting down having Thanksgiving together, would you allow him to be to see me ever again with that hooker? Knowing the fact that he has a hooker, and would you allow her to be eating Thanksgiving dinner with us? <laughs> he can't go in on the garage like the rest of the animals. What happened? He said that you can go, you can go eat out on the garage like the rest of the animals. But it's Thanksgiving. But it's Thanksgiving, though. But what happens if I had a hooker, that, a male hooker that I brought over? Why do I have to go out and eat, uh, and eat at the garage? He doesn't love you like I do. He doesn't love me like you do. Yeah, so this movie wasn't really too well res- received. I, and to be honest, uh, I have to agree. The movie didn't I didn't think the movie did too good. Like it wasn't it wasn't a good movie. The action was okay. It was okay. The story was dumb. It was okay, but it wasn't it wasn't like, oh my god, that's the most amazing thing ever. My favorite scene though from the movie though had to be all the way in the beginning during that um the speedboat chase. That was pretty cool. But otherwise, everything else, uh, it's all, it's, it's aight. So for this movie, I'll give this one three hookers. <laughs> That's not even related to the movie out of five. Yep. So what'd you give this movie as a rating? Uh, two and a half. Two and a half ex-wives out of five. Uh, so the next movie will be 2002's Die Another Day. So this will be Pierce Brosnan's final uh, movie as Bond. Uh, bringing back uh, Halle Berry, and it has, and it also stars Halle Berry as Jinx, Toby Stevens as Gustav Graves, Roseman Pike as Miranda Frost. Rick Yoon as Zhao, Judy Dench as M, 
and John Cleese as Q with Michael Madsen as Damien and Falco and Will Yoon Lee as Colonel Moon and Kenneth Zhang as General Moon. So here's the thing. Um, Desmond Llewellyn was supposed to return back as Q. Unfortunately, though, uh, he died in a car accident. So John Cleese had had replaced him as the new Q. So. So in this movie, Bond is sent to assassinate um, a North Korean colonel, but instead his cover gets blown. And while he does manage to kill the colonel, he was unable to escape and is caught and is pretty much in prison and tortured for the next 13 months before being released. And as as a prisoner exchange for uh, for Zhao, and uh, and while receiving medical attention, he is informed by M that he is further imprisoned because Bond may have inadvertently revealed top secret information. Since they received a signal that came directly from the very um, imprisoned facility that Bond was at. Bond claims that he never revealed any secrets. And that the person who betrayed him uh, the first time around is setting him up. So Bond manages to escape from M's custody... Goes to uh, to Hong Kong to get information of where Zhao is. Goes to Havana, Cuba. Hooks up with uh, Jinx. And heads on over to a uh, to a gene therapy clinic where Zhao is trying to change his ethnicity from a from an Asian man to to a white man to a white man, but. Bond interrupts that process. Zhao manages to escape, but not before Bond finds a piece of um, of diamonds that apparently comes from a apparently comes from Gustav Graves diamonds. So Bond goes back to the UK to investigate Gustav Graves. Afterwards, he's invited by M to an underground facility where M welcomes him back into MI6 and decides that he is once again useful. M, uh, uh, Bond, on Gustav Graves' invitation, heads on over to what looks to be like some sort of Eskimo hotel. Like, I don't know, would that be the kind of hotel you want to be at? It seems a little bit cool. Yeah, especially the way that they were dressing, like, all in, like, no more tux and no more dresses. I'm here thinking, how are you not cold? You got to think that That place has to be fucking freezing in the negative, at least, for all those ice sculptures to be in perfect formation. 
I know, right? Yeah. So, Bon, so um, after a few things uh, happen, Bon finds out that Gustav Graves is actually Colonel Moon, who had survived his death and is, uh, and is trying to destroy the... Um, uh, the minefield in the uh, in the North Korean demilitarization zone. Yeah. Whip Bond uh, was Jinx, we find out, is also a CIA officer. And uh, he, Bond is teamed up with Miranda Frost, another MI6 agent who's been undercover for Gustav Graves for several months, right? Right. Well, so when Bond finds out that Gustav Graves is Zap, is J- Colonel Moon, excuse me, Bond also finds out that Miranda Frost is also working for Zhao, for for Colonel for Colonel Moon, excuse me. Yeah. Because um, he had made sure that she was the uh, winner uh, in fencing at the Olympics. So Bond gets captured, but manages to escape, and uh, uses his uh, his brand new Aston Martin Vanquish. And in a battle between Zhao, they both uses their many gadgets in their cars against one another. So Bond kills Zhao, rescues Jinx, gets on top of the uh, airplane where uh, Colonel Moon is at, where he demonstrates. His laser weapon, known as the Icarus, that he uses to destroy the uh, the minefield, and even manages to kill General Moon, who tries to pursue a hardline peace policy with the West. Eventually, though, uh, both both Bond and Jinx take on. Um, Gustav Graves and uh, Miranda, with Bond managing to kill Graves by sucking him into the airplane's engine and by Jinx killing uh, Miranda. They both get on a helicopter and uh, manage to survive. And so that's the end of the movie. I, I, I like the opening theme to Die Another Day because it's Madonna. I know. I mean, here's the thing, though. I do. Why well, I do like "Die um, Tomorrow Never Dies" is opening day uh, opening song. There's just something about "Die Another Day's song that's really, really good. So apparently, they try to get Sean Connery to make a cameo appearance in this movie. Yeah, as sort of Bonds' father. But they can never work out shit between Sean Connery. So that never happened. Yeah. And this movie has a heavy emphasis on special effects. Like, for example, it was kind of ridiculous for Bond to be windsurfing towards the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, that was a ridiculous scene. Yeah. Or the fact that his that his new car 
can turn invisible. That too. I, I, I like that. Or it has like a, all, all sorts of like laser special effects and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, a lot of... By, by, by the time this movie came out, a lot of fans were already tired of how Bond has all these fantastic... Like, it took away from the grounded realism of Bond. Yeah. It was more like a... Like, like more of an action flick. Yeah, than a spy... Like, yeah, than a spy movie. Like, it had, like, some of the spy elements in it. Like, with the invisible car... But no, no, there was mainly a, a, a action flick. Especially when uh, Zhao has that, uh, that Jaguar that, yeah. was, that also was filled with, with missiles and bombs and gadgets and all sorts of shit. Yeah. So, but what do you thought of um, Halle Berry as, uh, as Jinx? I mean, it's Halle Berry... A lot of people were sipping on her back then because I remember that. I, I don't see the amusement like 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 again she did pretty good, but I seen her in I, I seen her do better in other movies. I, I think her being in a spy movie is like her weakest point in my personal opinion. I tell you what, um, when she came out of that water. Yeah. Yes, I know. Oh baby, oof, oof. <laughs> Like daddy, like. Oh my god! <laughs> You're just a simp. <laughs> How am I a simp? You're a simp. Do you know what a simp is? Yes, yes. You're simping over her. You're basically. I know what a simp is. Simp is someone who basically was is subbing for that person because they look up to that other person person as a dom and let me tell you you're simping over her listen Halle Berry's not gonna dom me I think she would uh, anyways hey she hey she's she was you would let her dom you would I yes would I yes I know you would or would I dom her? You cannot even dom me. I have dommed you. I'm what? giving you that look. I know you're giving me that look. I can tell even from even from our, even on the internet when we can't when we're not even seeing each other. You can, can just sense it. I can sense. Force. I can just <laughs> sense it. But yeah, no. This movie had a lot of uh, emphasis on. Gadgetry and special effects, and I think it turned a lot of people off. Uh, yeah. Which is why I I liked it growing up. I don't know why I liked it. I I just liked this movie. Well, there's a reason why the next Bond film, Casino Royale, kind of took Bond back to basics. Yeah, and they rebooted him. But you know what? In fact, Casino Royale was supposed to have. They originally wanted Pierce Brosnan. To play Bond one yeah. more time. But by then, Bond, uh, Pierce thought he was too old and, and was ready to step down as Bond. 
But I actually did like Pierce Brosnan's era of Bond. I thought it was I thought it was really good. What would you give uh, Dying on the Day as a rating? I, I know people are fucking gonna hate me because I know to them that this is the, like the worst fucking movie ever. Uh, but I don't care. Is it is it a guilty pleasure? I count it possibly as a guilty pleasure movie, but I legitimately thought it was actually kind of good. So I'm giving it five out of five. Five, you know, Asian man going white. I'll give this one three and a half. Um. Green green screen windsurfing out of five. Nice. Okay, so before we, we we wrap things up, now that we've seen all the Bond movies, I wanna I wanna ask you two questions. The first question is. How would you rank, like, which era of Bond had, had, how would you rank him from best to worst? Like, for example, while I do like Daniel Craig's era, and I will put it as number one, the next era has to be Roger Moore's era. Yeah. The third one has to be for me. You know what? I'll 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 put Pierce Brosnan in number three. All right. Number four is Sean Connery's, and number five is Timothy Dalton. Not that Timothy Dalton's it bad or anything, but I just think comparatively, if you want to compare each of the eras, that's how I would do it. Yeah. What about you? Which era do you like from 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 the one that you most liked to the one that you least liked? Uh, most like, I like Pierce Bronson because I, I think he's handsome as fuck. Along with Timmy Dalton, he, that's the second best one because, again, I find him attractive for an older guy. All the other rest, uh... We're also counting Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig would have to be third because I, I like Daniel Craig stuff. Uh, other than that, I kind of didn't like the older stuff because they were too campy as fuck. Okay. Same question. But which Bond would you rank from best to worst? Uh, best, Daniel Craig. I find Daniel Craig best. Uh, Perry Bronson as well. Timothy Dalton. Uh, which one was the worst one? I'm trying to think which one would be the worst one. I think it would have to be George Lassenby on it because he only did the yeah. one movie. Yeah, that one. Okay, here's my list. 
Daniel Craig, Sean Connery, because come on, he's the guy that started it all. Yeah. Timothy Dalton. I, I just didn't like Sean Connery for some other reason. Okay. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. George Lassenby. All right. And and Roger Moore. Not that I hated Roger Moore's run as Bond, but to me, he felt more. As, he was more of like of a charmer, you know. He was more of a goody, good, yeah, you know, goody two shoe kind of guy, you know. Yeah. Whereas, um, where to me, you know, uh, thank you all. <laughs> you know, Daniel Craig. Sean Connery and Timothy Dalton, they look like they can, like, kick some ass. Yeah. Well, Pierce, Pierce, I think, can, can, can pull any girl into bed with him. Yeah. Same thing with, I think, the George Lassenby. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I know, you, I know you've... Um, you said you kind of don't like these films. Yeah. So my question to you would be, having seen all these movies already, would you at any point watch these movies again? I would die another day again. I want the Daniel Craig films again. That's about it. I'm not going to watch. I, I can't watch the other ones. Okay. I literally can't. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Fair but enough. Yes. But yes, at least I'll watch the current stuff. Okay, okay. So what would you give these movies as a... Uh, well, actually... Yeah, so so we're all done with James Bond. I guess we'll just wrap things up then. Unless there's anything else you want to say. Uh, nope. Yeah, so if you want to hear us talk about Daniel Craig... We uh, we did that on a podcast earlier, so go through our. Uh, if you want to hear any of the James Bond films, they're all on the podcast somewhere. Yeah, so just look through our um, our. Um, so yeah, just look through our previous episodes, and yes. and they're on there. So um, so yeah, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at UfraMarcherome, Twitter at Marissa Marcherome. Anime Velvet on Facebook, uh, the Woodman Podcast page on Facebook, or or our module on another Facebook group, uh, Sketchy Anime Manga and Pop Culture Corner. And you can find me at Twitter at DragoGod at Twitter.com. Next episode, we're going to be talking about Godzilla versus Kong. So, Marissa, are you Team Team Godzilla or Team Kong? I'm Team Kong. Blasphemy. I gotta I gotta go with my with my boy Godzilla. But again, you know, oh, you hair tied me. But again, you know, Kong. I have faith in my boy. Misguided. All about the strength. Hey. And he's good with the ladies. 
Hey, Godzilla has some strength. Yeah, but is he good with the ladies? And Mothra doesn't fucking count. She's a she's a butterfly. Or a moth. A moth. Moth, you Yeah. <laughs> But she's so pretty. Anyway, yeah, no, Mothra doesn't count. But, yeah, no, Kong. Kong is, is good with the ladies. He's a ladies man. Oh, my God. So we're going to be talking about Godzilla versus Kong. And Rose... who would come out a winner? Is it Kong or is it Godzilla? And we're also going to be talking about about the uh, Disney Plus series, WandaVision. WandaVision. Which I need to finish up. Uh, I'm going to finish that up right be- before I leave down to California. Other than that, uh, the show is going to be on hiatus because, of course, I'm going to be in California. Yeah, so we're going to take a quick little bit of a hiatus, but don't worry. We, uh, we'll, we'll come back once I come back. Yeah, we'll we'll do another podcast on the next week, so to be. So we're going to do a podcast on the 23rd. Yes. Okay. Thank you all for listening. I hope to do this again real soon. Laters. Bye.